presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Now, here are your co-hosts, Victoria Zyko, Sean Moody, Eric Crump, Rick Felty, and Carl Valeri. Well, folks, welcome to the live Stuck Mike Avcast here at Sun and Fun 2015. We just saw a wonderful air show. The Thunderbirds just finished it off for us, and we were brought in by the Thunderbirds. What else is better than that except being next to my favorite podcasters, Eric Crump. Eric Crump, welcome to the deck. What's happening? <laughs> also joining us today, we're going to have a bunch of folks with us this evening for this live show. We also have Derek Lagasse. Derek, welcome from IMC Club. Well, thanks for having me. I'm Glad to be here. <laughs> and la also Larry. Larry Overstreet from Twitter. Larry, welcome. Hey, Carl. Thanks. We are having so much fun at this show. This is one of my favorite shows. You know why? Because I actually got to fly in this show. So this is the first ever. I've yes, been coming here since 1991. And it's the first time I've ever been able to uh, actually fly in the show. And also joining us from the virtually from Frederick, Maryland is going to be Victoria. Coming up shortly, she'll be on the phone call, phone here. We're going to have her piped in here shortly. But we have a, a lineup of some uh, wonderful guests. Once she's on, we will introduce her. Uh, the sassy little redhead is going to join us this evening. I but thought you, I was the sassy redhead. Uh, your hair's not red, and you're oh. not sassy, and you're no. not little. He's so how does though. that describe I, I you? I take that as an insult. You're such a big boy. Come on. My face is red from the sun I've been getting this week. I'm ready to go to the beach. And, and, and and that's coming from Polk State College's Aerospace Director, Eric Crump. Eric has had a wonderful show, and uh, one of the reasons he's had a wonderful show, I don't know if we can talk about this, but he got to meet the people from the Discovery Channel yeah. and from the, the Repo. From right? Airplane Repo, yeah. We and had a really good time hanging out with uh, Kevin and Heather. Uh, they came over to learn a little bit about our program, what we do, how we do it, and uh, got to do a little guest spot on the show. So that should be coming out sometime toward the end of the summer. A guest spot on the show that some of the students got to yeah yeah it was great uh, and and no airplanes are repoed in the process no so airplanes are repoed oh darn I thought <laughs> they were going to get involved in a repo there you know Eric one of the things that's really cool about uh, Polk State College is it's uh, we talked on the deck last year about this and uh, the the kids there I should say the students there invited me to be their coach of the flight team and uh, things they felt sorry for you Carl they felt I like you really didn't have enough to do between <laughs> you know all the things you're into so we we felt bad for you we said you know what Carl needs one more task. Let's see if he'd be the coach of the Polk State flight team. Well, I asked my wife. I said, hey, look at my schedule. See if there's an opening. She said, no, perfect. I'll do it. And, uh, and, <laughs> and that's what she said to the previous five things <laughs> Things that on. I've done, yes. <laughs> but, hey, tell us a little more about uh, Polk State College and where it's come from. It's actually uh, started with only about, what, about 30 folks enrolled, and now we're up to, I think, over 300 students. We started in January 2013 with 25 students. And... Um, 
a humble beginning, but a beginning. At least someone showed up. We were real happy about that. Um, after the first semester, we had 100 people, so we realized we were onto something. And uh, now, this, uh, this last January, we started the semester with just over 300 people enrolled in the program. So um, it's growing exponentially. Uh, it's growing faster than we can keep up with. That's not a problem. Um, I'm very happy. You're never going to hear me complain about more people wanting to get into aviation. Um, and I'm just glad that, uh, that the opportunity access is there for them to get into it. You know what's really awesome is uh, it's one of those programs that's very affordable, and it's also the first program in the state of Florida that is, uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Sure, yeah, so I mean, when you talk about pilot training, affordable is a relative term, right? Yes, of course. Flight training is expensive, we all know that, but there are certainly ways to reduce the amount of money that you have to spend when you talk about being in the airplane, and certainly when you're talking about the degree option. So being a state college, we do have relatively low tuition rates anyway, but then this last August, we were the first public institution in the state of Florida to offer a bachelor's degree in aerospace science. So, um, to give you some context for that, there's tons of great aviation programs in Florida. They're all private schools, um, and private schools carry a very high tuition price with them. Um, and so we're able to offer a degree that a lot of people really wanted. We know that because a whole bunch of people have shown up to enroll in it, but before the access wasn't there. They didn't have the opportunity because of the cost of entry. And so we're really proud about uh, opening that up to more people. So uh, very happy about what's going on there. Awesome. You know, the other thing, too, about this program, it's expanding in many, many different ways. We have simulators. We have new rooms. We actually, uh, can we announce also any type of uh, location? We can say that there are location changes coming in the near future, and stay tuned for more updates on that. And some more exciting news that uh, there might be possibly a partnership coming yeah, up in the future. Yeah, partnership's coming, too. you got to wait until after all the business is concluded at Sun and Fun, <laughs> and then you can get the update on all the business that was done at Sun and Fun. These are all the teasers, and I, I hope we will hear more much more. But in the meantime, uh, we can announce the fact that uh, it is officially a flight team now, yep. and it's a sport at Polk State College. I'm very excited about that, and uh, we're trying to raise some money, actually, to, uh, well, here, here's the thing. In a flight team, there is an important aspect of that flight team. It's the students, right? It's uh, the E6Bs and uh, an airplane. We're missing an airplane for our flight team. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is get some funding to uh, get an airplane, at least rent an airplane. And we're doing that through uh, many different methods. One of them is uh, through the GoFundMe site. And uh, Eric, that's uh, GoFundMe, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll plug it real quick. Sure. GoFundMe.com slash Polk Flight Team. GoFundMe.com slash Polk Flight Team. Also, you can find them on... Uh, Let's see, it's Twitter. We also have it on uh, Facebook. They have a Facebook page. You can look for uh, the PSC Aviators. They have a great Facebook page. Um, lots of pictures and such like that. And also, just general information, we've got uh, the Polk Aerospace Facebook page, too. Um, interesting thing going on right now. Um, you know, if you're listening live, um, might be a good time to go to the Polk State Aviators Facebook page because we got an opportunity for you to run a free ride in a Stearman. And everybody likes flying a Stearman, don't they, Carl? Oh, my yes, gosh. Carl. I'm still smiling from my ride in the Stearman. I found Carl, the next seriously, airplane. Seriously, Carl's mouth has swallowed his face. <laughs> it's just one big smile. Uh, it was. I actually, I had sores on the side of my face. My oh, my cheeks were just so sore from smiling. Uh, the, the guy I flew with is a good friend of mine. He said, you know, I haven't seen you smile that much ever. And I smile a lot, too. I tell you, flying the Stearman is, I think Lights actually said it best, it's like having a Harley in the sky, you're out there, bugs in the teeth, 
and you're looking right outside in the, in the air. You can put your hands up and feel the wind, which is absolutely wonderful. Did a few mild wingovers with it and uh, going back to fly it some more. But what we're going to do is we're going to try to raise some money and, or actually more so get awareness for the Polk State College flight team. And uh, what we're going to do is raffle off a Stearman ride in that one that I took a ride in today. It's uh, over in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, so you would have to get yourself to St. Petersburg to do the ride. But it's going to be uh, a short ride around uh, the uh, uh, St. Pete Beach area, which is absolutely wonderful. So if it's, it's a good excuse, if you do win and you're not here, is to come down and take that ride in that Stearman. So anybody want to ride in the Stearman? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Have yes, you, definitely. Ha have you entered to win your ride in the Stearman? Would you come all the way from Wisconsin to do that? Oh, I do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, you could stay with me, by the way, so you don't oh, have to pay thanks. for a hotel room. Yeah, I have two cats, though. You might have to sleep with the cats. I'm okay with cats. Okay, good. <laughs> so he'll do that to get the Stearman well, ride. Oh, for a Stearman ride. But to find that, you have to go over to the uh, Facebook page and uh, Polk State's Facebook page and Polk State uh, Arrow's fa Facebook page, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, just fill out the form. All we're taking is email addresses right now, and you can win. Free. You know, that's all you Terrific. have to do. So that's like awesome. That. Well, when Eric, is the drawing? When do people have to be signed up by? It'll be after Sun and Fun. So okay. the plan is to uh, draw on uh, March for, or sorry, May 1st, and then uh, we'll just... It's kind of an open. Uh, there's no Friday. no deadline for when uh, for when you have to redeem the ride. So um, it's a matter of just getting it done. Well, Eric, you have uh, what a few more minutes we can talk to you. I here. do. Okay. I have a few more minutes. Okay, good. Well, we don't. We want to actually kind of concentrate on Eric today. It's all about I like you. This. And uh, it I always. I should have to go you. early all the time. <laughs> it's always about me. I like he has my attention. He, uh, you know, it's interesting. I have two bosses here. You know, so I got Eric Crump here, who's my boss over at the, the Polk State College, and then uh, Dave Schalbetter. So I get I get it from all different directions. If, oh, and then you I forgot. Are a poor <laughs> Guess who else is here? <laughs> my wife is here. So I got three bosses here telling me what to do. So, oh man. I just I'm being pulled in all sorts of directions. I'm the whipping boy right now. It's incredible. So, because <laughs> <laughs> I am extremely He's, cruel, and he is tough. He I'm really tough, is tough. Real tough. But you know, this this show today has actually been really good for you. And uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the things you've seen. Uh, and looking at it from the perspective of somebody who's an aerospace director, tell me some of the things that you've seen that have inspired you. Well, I said it last year, and I'll say it again. Um, Coming to Sun and Fun now as opposed to coming to Sun and Fun even five, ten years ago. The number of young people that are here make me really happy. It makes me really, really happy. Uh, Thursday is, is education Sun and Fun. There were hundreds of K-12 kids here walking around, taking tours, learning about aviation. Uh, it, was, it was incredible. Um, and that's really encouraging. It's encouraging knowing that there is interest in aviation starting to grow again amongst young people. Um, and it's really great to see uh, parents and teachers and grandparents and aunts and uncles and everything bringing kids out to Sun and Fun and getting them you know, indoctrinated into all the cool things that aviation has to offer. I can't tell you how many people I talked to on Thursday None, nobody in their family flew. They didn't know. No one knew anything about airplanes, but they have not stopped hearing little Johnny or little Susie <laughs> talk about how great airplanes were, and they just wanted to see them. So, and they brought them to Sun and Fun because they had an interest in aviation. I love that. It uh, it uh, it really gives me a great hope for what's coming down the pipe in the future. Every time I come to Sun and Fun, I, f I feel the same way, just like a little kid. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was hooked on aviation at about three years old. Three? Yeah. When did you start flying? 14. Larry. Yeah. Sold a glider at 14. 14 he sold a glider. Oh, wow. 
And that's, uh, it's interesting. I actually interviewed somebody the other day uh, who, uh, Maul, actually, he says a Maul, yeah. who, uh, Maul Aircraft, and uh, she soloed in, I think it was 14 airplanes. Uh, when she soloed 14 different aircraft that's a busy day yeah, and I asked her if she could remember and I think she came up with a, a Piper Cub a Taylor Craft a mall I hope so <laughs> she also soloed uh, I think I can't remember what the other ones were but it was a whole bunch of different aircraft that uh, I was like really impressed by it then when she got her license she actually got her airplane single engine land and then jumped out of the airplane into a seaplane, got her airplane, single engine sea at the same time. As it should be. Wonderful person. Absolutely wonderful person. That was kind of awesome. So she was inspired by her parents, and uh, and that's what we're doing here is inspiring the, the youth and, and the other people in aviation to, to get involved. One of the things that we're going to do here uh, that's special about our show today also, we normally do at the end a picks of the week, and I just kind of wanted to throw this in here. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of throwing this out to the other folks on the deck is think about your, your pick of the show. Uh, it could be a product, a service, something that the show that really impressed you. Uh, we're going to do that later, but uh, since Eric actually has to get out of here, I do want to give him a chance to tell us a little bit about uh, the pick of the show. In other words, what was the your favorite product or service besides me? And wow, that is a product a, and a, a service. service. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, <laughs> Carl fits all the categories. I thought he was going to plug the aerospace scholarship side, but that you don't. You know, Just don't let that influence you. Go ahead. I plug, it, I plug it too much. I have to plug something different for once, Carl. <laughs> um, no, and it kind of fits in a little bit with, um, I guess, Education Day. Today, Saturday, um, is the teacher's workshop. Um, and I got to go over there this morning and have a chat uh, with several K-12 teachers who are looking for ways, creative solutions, for how they can bring aviation into their classrooms. Now, these are people who are not pilots who just understand that aviation is an outstanding teaching tool, right? Um, we say it all the time that there's no greater STEM field than aviation because it covers all of those, mm -hmm. right? So these these men and women are in, are in seminars, we're in seminars all day today, learning about how to take flight physiology, flight planning, weather, all those things back into their classrooms. And I think that's really amazing for a lot of reasons. One, because they're going to have way more access to way more kids than we could possibly get here at Sun and Fun. They'll also have the ability to work with their other fellow teachers, you know, to spread that word around even further. Um, and it's 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 kind of like, you know, do I want to give you a fish or do I want to give you a fishing pole and teach you how to fish? And I think what the Sun and Fun's Teacher Workshop program does is it really gives people the pole and it teaches them how to use it. Um, and by getting those concepts into the K-12 classrooms, you're exposing people to aviation who would have never thought about aviation as a potential career or hobby. And people can get involved with this somehow. They can go on the Internet, go to sun. Sun-in-fun.org. And you can learn all about not just, you know, the, the teacher workshop today, but all of Sun and Fun's year-round educational programs. Um, I, I talk about it all the time, how amazed I am. Sun and Fun brings in, you know, eight-year-old kids in destination aviation camps in the summer. Um, and then through uh, middle school pre-academies, uh, Central Florida Aerospace Academy right here behind us, and other high school programs, and then into our college program, we can actually watch kids grow from 8 years old through 21 with a bachelor's degree um, and watch every step of that progression and help guide them and mentor them down a pathway of aviation that makes the most sense for them. And I, I think that's incredible, and you know, it may exist elsewhere. I'm just not aware, aware of where it is, um, and I'm just really thankful to be here and be a part of it because I think it's important, and it obviously has yielded very fruitful results already. 
You know, it's incredible the inspirational stories we hear from the women in aviation also and what they're doing with all their scholarships. As a matter of fact, there's one woman that uh, she may be 50 pounds soaking wet, but she packs a million pound punch and uh, as far as inspiration and that's Victoria Zyko and Victoria joins us today from Frederick Maryland uh, Victoria welcome to the deck here virtually Who, me? <laughs> <laughs> how you doing Victoria we wish you were here at uh, at Sun Gosh. and Fun I am so jealous when I heard that F-16 earlier I just flipped out and was ready to grab a plane and leave we left a seat for you Victoria Yes, oh, there's an empty seat. I'm looking at your digital seat right now. Next time I'll give you a cardboard cutout. <laughs> that would be actually really good. We could talk to you. This is like a missing podcast formation we're doing right now. Like and it. the one yep. seat is missing. And uh, welcome, Victoria. <laughs> you know, uh, it's interesting. Victoria's been to this show before. And uh, I, I think that she has some really good stories. But first, uh, we need to say goodbye to Eric. You know, Eric actually has to jump off. He's an important person. And he gets invited <laughs> Maybe to Maybe in his own mind a little bit. <laughs> He gets invited to all these events at Sun and Fun where we just sit here on the microphone and talk all evening. Well, it's hard to pick which I would rather do. But I, right now I would love to keep doing this conversation. But um, there are a lot of people, uh, a lot of partners around here in, uh, in Lakeland and the surrounding area who really believe in aviation. And I want to make sure that story continues uh, beyond just here. So I really appreciate the opportunity to come on the live show. But now that Victoria is here, I feel totally comfortable leaving the podcast. Yes. It, it was just you, Carl. There was no way. But now that Victoria is here, proud, she, she can keep you, you straight. She can keep you straight. So we're all good. Thanks, guys. And Thanks, have a Eric. great Saturday at Sunday Fun. I appreciate it. Well, and he will Take definitely care, be here Eric. tomorrow. Take care, Eric. And wonderful, wonderful gentleman, uh, Eric Crump, I should say that as he's walking away. Uh, but, Victoria, uh, you actually have been here and have some interesting stories I've heard about Sun and Fun. So tell us a little bit about uh, something that happened, I think, here. Well, hmm. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. There was something called MySpace. And on this crazy little internet page called MySpace, there was a pilot forum. And on this pilot forum was a man named Bob. And I was talking to this Bob on this forum, and eventually our messages became off forum. And we got discussing how badly we both wanted to go to Sun and Fun. And he said, I have a plane, let's go. And I said, whoa, creeper, I don't know you. And you're in D.C. and I'm in Maryland. There's no way we're going to Sun and Fun together. And he said, well, let's get to know each other. And he came up and flew up the next week for lunch. And ever since then, we hit it off. And about two or three weeks after our first meeting, we headed down to Sun and Fun and stayed in a tent together for a week. And the rest is history. <laughs> it all starts with an airplane and lunch, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. I, I, how many times have you heard that story? You know, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, Victoria, that's a wonderful love story. To, and now they uh, actually are married and have, uh, and that airplane that he flew up in is now partially yours. Exactly. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> it was after the airplane. I know I it. Was. I know it. Well, Victoria, you, you've really had your hands full since you've uh, married him. And uh, you've been involved in so many different events. And you've also come out with something, actually a book, uh, that has been inspiring some young aviators. Tell us a little bit about that book. Well, here's another once upon a time for you. Uh, Bob and I decided we wanted to add an addition to our family, and that would be a four-legged furry puppy. And 
And after looking up various pet rescues, the one that we thought was best and would work out for timing-wise, there was uh, two puppies available in West Virginia. But the drive would be about four hours long. So we flew to pick up our dog, soon to be named Turbo. And he's been flying with us ever since. So his story inspired my friend Kelly Kennedy and I to write a book about Turbo's rescue. And this book series, it's actually a series, is called Turbo the Flying Dog. And in it, it, um, it conquers topics about aviation and animal rescue. So you get those two aspects. And then um, book two, Turbo Learns to Fly, will be out in June. And that's when kids actually get to learn about different parts of airplanes and learn fun names, how to pronounce aileron and elevator and learn what taxiing is. So it's, it's a great series and the kids really relate to Turbo when they see him in real life. And um, I've been getting good reviews from young and old about the series. We need to get you to uh, Milwaukee with Turbo sometime, Victoria. This is Larry. Hi, Larry. Um, I, got, I got the book, uh, as you know, from my grandson, yep, uh, yep. who is about a year and a half old, and uh, he loves being read to. So uh, thank you for a great start to what I know will be a terrific series. Oh, thank you. Other thank people you out much. there with, yeah, kids or grandkids, pick up the book. Show Victoria some love. You know, it's small business. <laughs> it's too bad Eric left because I remember he was telling me that uh, his young girl actually read the book and and he said, you know, there's another one coming out. He says, oh, when can we get it? When can we get it? So I thought that was really cool. It's a testament to how good the book was. Uh, I actually carry the book with me and I try to take pictures of uh, of Turbo in certain it's like places flat that I go. Stand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually, and I, I I almost lost the book. I was like, oh my god, because I switched bags and oh, uh, no. felt so bad. You know no, you'd but, get another but, copy. No. No, 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 I found her. Well, see, kind of, I had my heart set on that one because it's the in the original copy. Did, did you rescue Turbo? Uh, did I did. I rescued Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's an important topic there too, inspiring young aviators and also inspiring people to move towards helping rescue dogs, animals, animals of all sizes. And uh, Victoria, does part of this uh, go towards any causes? Have uh, your proceeds from this? Yeah, we've we've done a month-long specials um, in the beginning of the month for Valentine's Day themed. We gave back um, 10% of our proceeds to the rescue that rescued Turbo. Well, that's awesome. So that's yeah, good. we definitely plan to do stuff like that with the second book. When the second com- book comes out, there's going to be we're going to do something. Cool, cool. Hey, you no, know, Victoria, we have two other uh, young people joining us on the deck here. It's uh, Robert Sigliano and Derek Lagasse. Have you guys uh, read this book yet? I have not. But now I kind of want to. <laughs> it's, it's a quick read. Make sure you <laughs> make sure you get the potographed version. Oh yes, I can. I can hook you guys up with the the, the potographed pause. version. Potographed. It's like autographed if you're an author, you know. But well, it's autographed. Pa- it's autographed. Not nice. It's absolutely possible. Dog, 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 dog. Joining us from Long Island, of course, is Long Island, Long Island, Long Island, Long Island. Yeah. and uh, is Robert Sigliano. <laughs> Robert, welcome, welcome. Okay. But uh, so, Victoria, I know you've you've also done some other things as far as inspiring aviators in general. Uh, if you can talk about some of those other events, so, gosh, you flew quite a few over the years. Uh, I think you've you've helped put together or been involved with events where you've flown hundreds and hundreds of uh, women, aviators, and others. Yeah, personally in Frederick, Maryland, our home base, um, I put together Women of Aviation Week events. Uh, I did that for three years, and then I took on U.S. Team Leader for a while to help you know people around the country do events like that. So in Frederick alone, 
Um, the events that I ran, we flew over 750 women, and, then, and that was first-time flights. And then last year, um, I think they flew about 130 to add on to that when uh, I retired. So it's it's a lot of fun doing events like that. You can do it through Women of Aviation Week. There's uh, Young Eagles programs. I know a lot of airports do Girl Scout days, which I've been a part of before, too. And to see children or even adults know that aviation is something they can actually be a part of and that they may not have considered before, it's the day just blows you away. I would always end exhausted but smiling because, you know, these are people you're inspiring that may have not gotten the chance before. You know, uh, a person we've had on the deck quite a bit this week is Peggy from Women in Aviation. And uh, she actually is the one that's been inspiring people. And uh, we were kind of talking about your story and how much you've done. It's uh, it's something that I, I think we all should try to get involved with. And there's always avenues you can go towards to help people. Say you, you, you don't know how to help. You always can with money. You know, it's aviation. We could always use money to fly. It's the first ingredient, right? Just to start flying, it is money. And and I always encourage people to go to Women in Aviation and to certain other. Uh, well, look at buy turbo to flying dogs. Some of your money will go towards <laughs> towards something that uh, is a great cause. Now, tell me, where can people get this book? How do you find it? You can find uh, Turbo's book at turbotheflyingdog.com, and he's also on Amazon.com. But if you want a autographed copy, just send me a message, and I'll ship one to you personally. Oh, cool. I want to get a autographed copy. You yeah, need a autographed copy. Yeah, I can get one. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you another. By the way, I, I thought that Turbo was going to be joining us uh, this evening and saying hi, uh, but uh, he, he sometimes does that on the podcast. He comes <laughs> he's by. He's been well-behaved. He was on my lap a little bit ago. He He's very jealous of the podcast. Yeah, oh, is he? Because I ignore him. <laughs> Yes. Oh, so. well, we, should, we should get him on the mic, and uh, and he wants to be on the mic. I've seen him. He put headsets on and everything. So how many sequels do we have to get into until it's Turbo the Podcasting Dog? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you know, um, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. Ooh, uh, there is at least five books planned. Oh, cool. Five books. And the end of each book, so the end of Turbo the Flying Dog, um, is actually where the beginning of Turbo Learns to Fly picks up. So it's like... Thing. It never ends. It's it's an ongoing process, and um, as much as I'm excited for Turbo Learns to Fly, I'm really excited for Book Three, which is Turbo flies into history and learns about the history of aviation. And I'm not going to tell you how he does that, but it's pretty funny. I think once all the books are done, we should get Will Hawkins to make the movie. <laughs> I I am I'm I was kind of holding out for DreamWorks. Uh, DreamWorks, yes. Yeah, because you can't do Disney because they have the Turbo the Snail, and which is like, <laughs> why would you have a snail? But DreamWorks has How to Train Your Dragon, and that has some epic flying scenes. So well, I have it I in agree. it, Lucas. Maybe we could talk there. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, sort of the sort of roundabout way, Spielberg. To Lucas, to yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. Yeah. You, you never, never know. know. Yeah. I, I and you know, I hope you come out with a whole another set after that and keep going forward with this. So that's that's pretty cool. Hey, Victoria, you been doing any flying? Going to any shows lately? Oh, I have been flying like crazy, actually. I, um, you know, something that happens when you don't have time and money is your instrument currency could disappear, and that disappeared for me for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, 
there's a lot of rust to knock off and I recently won a scholarship thanks to the 99s and I am all right thank you so I'm putting that all towards my uh my currency and I have been flying that, that makes me so jealous hearing that. Oh, gosh, that's wonderful Isn't that a beautiful noise. sound? It is. Uh, what was it? It's an orchestra of aircraft. An orchestra of aircraft. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. It's the aeroshell team. Aeroshell, yeah. Oh, T-6s. there you go. I love T-6s. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I've been, before work, so I get into work at 8.30, before work, um, two to three mornings a week, I've been flying, doing instrument approaches and uh, knocking the rust off. Well, that's awesome. That's great. You know, speaking of that, Victoria, you know, uh, I don't think uh, I introduced Derek uh, to you because you came on a little bit later, but Derek Lagasse is actually with IMC Radio. And, oh, awesome. Uh, yes. Yes, and mm-hmm. uh, IMC Club. and uh, IMC Club Affirmative, yes. So, as a matter of fact, why don't we let uh, Derek tell us, since we're talking about it, why don't we let you tell us a little bit about what that is okay. and how that will help maybe Victoria get her currency again? Definitely. So, you can't talk about IMC Radio until you talk about IMC Club. And IMC Club is basically an organization uh, dedicated to organizing pilots around the world to help each other uh, stay proficient for, for instrument flying. So uh, we have a variety of programs and mainly, you know, just try to get people together for hangar flying to keep people, if, at least if they're not flying, at least we're in the state of mind where we're uh, talking about aviation and you get to meet your friends and it sort of acts as, you know, an encouragement to, hey, get out to the airport, let's go flying. And if you're looking for a safety pilot, you know, you'll have your own little network of like-minded individuals at your local airport to help you out with that. Now, at each IMC club meeting, uh, how we sort of, you know, get the discussion going and get the juices flowing, we get scenarios that other instrument pilots from all around the country have submitted to us. So, you know, hey, I went flying, and air traffic control gave me this really weird clearance, and I almost got in trouble. And it was, you know, really, uh, you know, it shook me up. I didn't know. My training didn't, you know, uh, prepare me for this. This is what happened to me. I want to share this story. So then we get that presentation. We share it with all of our clubs across the country. And then, you know, we sit around for a half an hour and talk, you know, hey, Carl, what would you have done? Larry, you know, what do you think you should have done in this situation? And, you know, it always devolves into, you know, 45-minute, one-hour conversation, you know, of everybody, you know, say, talking about, oh, well, this one time I did the same exact thing and this happened to me. And, you know, and I really thought about that. So that's kind of the, the, the core of what IMC Club is about. One, um, one question, just yes. a clarification. Now, you said club, and you said around the country. So you have chapters around yeah, the country yes. at different airports. Because I believe there's, there's one, one at my home airport. I believe there's hey, one. Hey, there I, you go. I believe there's one at my home airport in Farmingdale, yes. New York. There is one at Farmingdale. Yes. It was open recently. Uh, also, we had, um, speaking of IMC Radio, we had with us here at Sun and Fun the opening of a chapter in Manhattan, which oh, it was cool. rather interesting. I was expecting it to be an okay interview, but that turned out to be, you know, just blow my mind at uh, the group of pilots and how they were able to build an aviation community where the nearest airport is a three-hour train or car drive away where everybody's based. Yeah, a a flying club or Mm -hmm. a chapter meetup group just started up in Manhattan about a year yes. or so ago. So this mm-hmm. It's I'm, the same I'm a, group, yeah. I'm a member, but I have not oh, cool. gone yet. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, that same group. Yeah. Uh, they just okay. recently started their own version, uh, say, uh, their own chapter of an IMC club on top of the flying club that Fantastic. they already have. Uh, say, I had one of the representatives from that group down here at the show oh, um, cool. and say he was he was great. Uh, say, I'm blanking on his name. I feel really bad, but 
it was a really great interview. Um, but back on topic of uh, the IMC Club, you know, we, we have all these programs, and we have a bunch of uh, other you know resources available. We have a database where we, you can find uh, an inst- uh, safety pilot or to fly with you if you don't feel current yet, or to help you get your currency back. And we have uh, for to encourage people and sort of dangle a carrot in front of everyone's nose. We have what we call the inner marker circle. And if you pr- shoot your six approaches in six months, uh, we enter you in for a uh, special drawing, uh, where usually one of our sponsors, I believe last year we had a uh, beautiful uh, light speed headset to give away. Nice. Um, and uh, special recognition, we take you out to uh, Oshkosh, and we give, give the award out at Oshkosh, I believe. Don't hold me to it. It's on the website. It differs every year. But uh, say we, we basically have a reward program for pilots uh, that want to stay current. Very That's nice. great. Yeah. We have a chapter in Madison, Wisconsin as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, the most fun part about it is is that discussion that comes. Yes. And the scenarios don't have to take mm-hmm. a long time to set up, but people's mm-hmm. assumptions about them, because they fly, you know, I fly, you know, a Diamond DA40 with a glass panel. Mm-hmm. Somebody else flies a twin with steam yeah. gauges. Somebody else flies something fast. Somebody else flies something slow. And so they bring their own experiences and exactly. background into it and say, well, you know, yeah, but, you know, if, if, if that happened to me in my film, the blank, yeah. you know, things might be different. And it's so fun to see that kind of discussion going back and forth. Well, my favorite part was, you know, uh, say recently we had a meeting where we were talking about a scenario, you know, uh, you take off, you know, multi-engine aircraft, and you're going on a short 30-minute ferry flight from one airport to another, and you encounter these really funky icing conditions and these really weird weather phenomena, and we spent a good 45 minutes, an hour talking about it, and I believe about, you know, say, three-quarters of the way, you know, 45 minutes, you know, 50 minutes into the conversation, we're still talking about, hey, should we turn back to the airport? And somebody piped up and said, you know, you know, I'm looking at my watch and we've been talking about this for a half an hour you know 45 minutes we're already at our destination and we're talking about turning around you know I mean say it, it yeah. gets your mind going and even if you're not flying it, it keeps you at least in a mental state of proficiency if not a physical you know skill set based mm-hmm. instead of uh, proficiency and I wonder Victoria did you get involved at all in any of the meetings they've had there not yet I just saw them um, actually in the past few months they're doing it uh, their meetings at the new AOPA uh, National Aviation Community Center and um, I really wish I would have known about them sooner when I was thinking about getting current and I think it would have helped me before I got in the plane just being part of these discussions so I think they meet on Tuesdays once a month so I'm definitely going to make it out sometime soon especially since it's all going through my brain right now and it'll help me stay current once I get current. Well say on behalf of uh, say IMC Club folks everywhere uh, we'd love to have you and uh, say we're definitely uh, say excited to have you aboard. Hey, so, thank you. Mm-hmm. So they can find that again on the internet to try to yes. find a club at? Uh, go to imcclubs.org, and on our page, there's a uh, tab where you can look for chapters, and there's a, it's a live Google map. We update it as often as possible to find a chapter near you. You're welcome to just, you know, find your local chapter, get in touch with the leader of that chapter to figure out, you know, it, it varies. Some people meet on Tuesdays, some meet on Wednesdays, and if you want to find uh, another way you can find them is uh, we are on Social Flight. So if you want to download oh, the cool. Social Flight app, even if you're away from your home chapter, at the so uh, there you might be able to find an IMC club meeting near you, uh, and if you don't have a chapter in your area, uh, drop us a line uh, and we can help you start one. And I think you can find Social Flight at socialflight.com, possibly. I think um, so. Um, yeah, we'll, or we'll at look the at, App Store. We're flying or by the seat of our pants store. here, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can either look at it at the App Store or find it online. But yes, that, uh, and uh, Social Flight. And by the way, that's where we put all of our FAA safety meetings. Yeah. is on on Social Flight. Well, and that's you, cool. And you know, yeah, and we're and that's actually something that you know also comes into play. I know. A 
lot of uh, IMC clubs uh, also kind of tie an FAA safety seminar kind of component into it. Not all of them. Again, I can't, you know, say do your homework beforehand, but uh, say that that definitely is a component that's incorporated there, at some level. So, Derek, one question. Yeah. Do you think it would benefit a VFR pilot like myself? Um, that's a good question that we get often. Yeah. Um, I've The easy answer is, you know, it really benefits a VFR pilot that's pursuing their instrument rating. But uh, a lot of our topics are heavily saturated instrument terminology, but are applicable to um, VFR pilots. We had a couple great meetings a while back about just talking about weather and talking about airspace uh, and just learning, uh, you know, easier ways in refresher training. Because, I mean, how many people still remember all the stuff that they encountered on their private pilot checkride? I mean, I think everybody around the table here is a little bit rusty at one topic or another. And and, and getting exposure to that again and, you know, just reviewing that with your fellow pilots, you get little tidbits of information that you would have probably otherwise missed. You know, that it's interesting because uh, when I'm looking at the IMC club, I say to myself, this is very technical, this is fun, and there's a lot of folks that are into, into computers, et cetera, that love the technical aspect of flying. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's one of the groups you could look towards, even if they don't have their instrument rating. And uh, one of the things that Derek has been doing, by the way, through the whole show, yes. he's been here on the deck working his butt off, uh, helping us with interviews, sweating <laughs> with us. And, uh, and uh, boy, we really appreciate you, Derek. has been doing some heavy lifting, and I, and I really appreciate what you've done here. Well, I appreciate it, Carl, and I say, and you're a great person to be on the air with, I say. <laughs> I've, I've had a blast all week long, you know, with uh, yourself and Larry and everybody at the Sun and Fun Radio crew. It's been uh, the time of my life. Earlier you talked about, you know, the highlights uh, mm-hmm. the, of the air show. For me, Sun and Fun Radio is the highlight. Yes, I mean, you I know, the, the people that you meet, uh, both that you we're working with as co-hosts, volunteers that are helping us out behind the scenes, and uh, the guests that cross our deck every morning it's an amazing experience uh i when i first came to sun and fun i would have never ever expected uh what the sun and fun i know and love now and you know there's not only this on the deck though yes and the folks working here uh there's also some other heavy lifting that's been happening here at sun and fun and somebody who has been getting up early every morning i still have not been able to get up that early to go out to the field but i listen to it on uh, on the radio is uh and we talk about inside the airplane now we're outside the airplane looking at some really cool things and that's david allen from other people's airplanes welcome to the podcast David. Why? Thanks for uh, thanks for that introduction. Yeah, you you know, it, it's funny because we hardly ever see each other at Sun and Fun. It's thanks it, it seems. And also, one of the things that we've been trying to do is get an interview, and we've never been able to do that. And I said, that's it. We're going to do this. We're going to do this now. And I've always wanted to have David on my show, and this is it. And and David, you've been doing some really cool stuff, and and you're really. I actually go back and love to watch your videos over and over again. I so think they're I. a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but David, tell us what you're doing here at the show first. And, and how you're helping folks experience sun and fun. You know, this year um, I, I've actually changed focus a little bit. Uh, I have the, I, I don't want to say unique, but unique to me, this very special privilege of, of spending the entire week with one of my kids here at oh, sun and cool. fun. Oh, cool. And um, for, for me, you know, I know you kind of asked, what are the highlights of sun and fun? For me, it was spending the time with my son awesome. and just sharing sharing with him uh, you know we did some just fantastic things and every time he drive we drive by a, a VTL Bonanza or a Mooney he's like there's a VTL Bonanza and there's a Mooney you know I'm, I'm you know just trying to get him involved and you know 
we, we, were, we were at the campsite the other day, and an, uh, a T-38 Talon blew over the campsite with the blowers lit, just shook the doors <laughs> off the RV. Uh, Donkey and I are dancing around in a circle, and my son bursts out of the door. It, seriously, we were, it, was, it, was, it was a moment, right? And my son bursts out of the door, and he's like, yeah! <laughs> and we were just like, that was awesome. And so um, that, that's just been a really special thing for me. Uh, we, ha- we have put out a little bit of stuff with other people's airplanes, not much. Uh, the rest of the time has just been really enjoying the morning show this year. Um, uh, Mike, uh, uh, Mike, uh, Gosh, Lad. Mike, Lad. Mike Lad, Mike Lad, Mike Lad. It's been a long uh, week. It's been a long week. Mike Lad and I have just uh, had a ball. And, and what's been great was um, Mike and I have been getting up, and as we're getting up in the morning, you know, Carl, you're still sleeping in, but there's like four or five other people <laughs> that are that are up with us because we've got somebody here working the soundboard. We've got somebody transporting uh, bodies and equipment out to the different areas in the field. And it's just been kind of special to, to get up and see everybody, everybody involved getting the job done for the morning show. And then and then as soon as we hand off, boom, you guys are just tearing it up here on the deck without without even skipping a beat. How many hours are you doing that morning show every morning? Two. We do it from 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. Uh, each day, Tuesday through Sunday. So uh, tomorrow's our last one. We're kind of bummed about that, but we're gonna we're gonna destroy it tomorrow when we talk to the guys with the F-22 Raptor. Oh, cool. Yeah. What are they? I've been I've been trying to say that word without going all Raptor. guttural on it, but I, <laughs> all week we haven't been able to do it. It's just kind of an, you you have to drop it. Just, you can't do it without dropping your voice. Sounds way better that way. It does. It does. <laughs> Raptor. Hey, she did it. Did you hear that? We haven't been able to do it. I tried. She's like, yeah. Well, gosh, you know, it's in the morning. There's all these different events happening. And uh, are there any of those burst out the door, yeah, moments in the morning from 7 to 9 that I've missed possibly that have been happening in the air over us? Every moment in the morning you have missed. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Larry, Larry, you too. Come on. I, I actually spent too much time at the campsite last night uh, with my friends, and we is had. That, is that even possible? Yes. Oh no. man, my, my airplane it goes too fast on too little gas. He spent too <laughs> much time at the campsite. I'm not even sure that's really possible. Oh boy, and and, and the problem is there's a lot of adult beverages to be had, and uh, I just was still so not hearing the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next year though, I am going to bring a tent. Uh, there is there is a lot right. of fun out there, and uh, actually you can tell us a little bit about what happens out in Camp Radioactive and how that got started and how the name came about. Actually, it was explained to me if you can't remember it. I actually, um, I don't know. You probably have a better idea of the story. Uh, I, I always used to camp on the berm. I started in 2009 camping on the berm. Uh, I did that a couple years. And then, Larry, you came out one year. I think it was probably 2011. Yeah. And uh, so I, I decided, well, I'm just going to move my campsite over by him. And then uh, a couple of other people showed up. And then... Uh, uh, I, I guess in Mike two, Daniel, Daniel started. Well, t- 2013, Dave, uh, Dave Schellbetter, chairman of the radio station, said, what do you think about maybe kind of staking out an area ahead of time? And I'm like, dude, yes, absolutely, let's do this. And so uh, we, we, ob- we immediately staked out two little room and had tens on top of tents, which is a great problem to have. And it's just grown from there. Uh, last year, I think, is when we first started calling it radioactive. Yeah. Yep. That was uh, a Mike Daniels thing. Yeah, he Mike, picked yeah. that. 
drew up a great little logo and had these signs printed. And it was it was very cool. I mean, it was kind of like it was like almost like we're official all of a sudden. Um, Stand up and say, yeah, there's a DC three taking off yeah, right there now. There was Beautiful. a DC three. That was a sh was that was that a polished aluminum one? Yes, too? it was yeah. polished aluminum. Yeah, my dad loves polished aluminum Gorgeous. airplanes. That's his favorite. I'm turning green. She's turning green. Oh, <laughs> Beach eighteen heading out. Oh, there's a steerman I flew. Gosh, they're all on face. <laughs> the gang's <Bye>. all here. <laughs> this is awesome. I just it got the, the neat thing about the deck here is that you get to see a lot of the air show. Not all of it, of course, because we have this canopy here. But uh, that does keep us cooler. That's for sure. Sure but, does. Uh, getting back to Camp, Camp Radioactive. So I mean, um, you know, after the air show, uh, when I 2008 was my uh, last sun and fun that I didn't camp. And I had come, and Dave, Dave Shubbetter actually talked me into coming and camping. It wasn't a hard sell. So 2009, I've been camping here ever since. And, you know, I, I think that it's important for people to kind of find their neighborhood. Yes. Uh, Jack Hodgson actually is the one who sold me on that idea. You know, you get you get to Sun and Fun or any of these other big aviation events anywhere. There's several of them. It, you know, if you're going to be here for any length of time, it, it it doesn't make sense to just go back to camp and do nothing. I mean, that, that's where the fun starts. I go out and do the adventure of some stuff, and then we come back to camp and we tell lies about everything we did that day, and um, you know, share stories and and make each other jealous and have shenanigans, as some people say. I mean, it's just just fun. That's where that's that's where the enjoyment is for me. Flying in the C-130 was a lie, I guess. Who was telling me that last year? I forget who that was. That somebody said it's they not. No, flying in the C-130 wasn't a lie. It was that they went inverted when they did it. Oh. That see, <laughs> you got you got to understand which parts, right? <laughs> well, you know, that actually looked inverted, but it was a really deep dive, and that was pretty exciting. Uh, the, the video taken yeah, from that. Yeah, Mike Laddick uh, got to fly in the uh, the Blue Angels Fat C-130 Albert. Fat Albert. Yeah, that's actually operated by the Marine Corps, uh, and uh, yeah, man, just. Uh, some, I think uh, uh, Ben Sclair of General Aviation News also got who, the jump seat. just drove by. Yeah, he got the jump by. seat. And he had a great video of the front of that thing. Just nothing but mm -hmm. the, the whole front of the, what is it, the, you know, the, the, the view out the front from his spot was numbers. You know? <laughs> I mean, that was the runway. That's all I saw. There was no there was no horizon. No, we're just looking at the numbers. It was cool. Those guys That's have awesome. a great time. I remember seeing a YouTube video of, uh, say, uh, of the Blue Angels doing yeah. that. And the, the, the uh, navigator just jumps out of his seat, unbuckles, does like a backflip because they go zero G for just a brief second, and then sits back oh, in yeah. his seat just in time before they were uh, pulling positive Gs again. That is so wild. Yeah, they were <laughs> telling me that they, that they were telling me they have a ladder inside that they use to put the flag up once they land. So because uh, they climb to the top of the airplane, but this it's like an, it's just an A-frame ladder that's just free freestanding, right? And so when they go to this pull on the takeoff, and they hit the top and they push hard back to level and they, they get the microgravity like everything goes weightless inside and the two guys are holding the ladder down well basically they float up come even bodies like doing the superman thing <laughs> at each other holding onto the ladder and then they bring their feet back down and as the gravity hits again they slam the ladder down and and you know and just i mean the whole thing in the back you got no view outside the airplane from the back but it's still an experience for the guys and the people in the back <laughs> Hey, and they have a female pilot flying Fat Albert now. Yeah, they yes. do, and she's a firecracker, man. She knows her stuff. She seems awesome. Yep. Vic, have you gotten to speak with her at all? or Yes or no, Victoria? Uh, I haven't. 
No, no, no I thought you no. would. I, one of these days we're gonna have to have her on the podcast. That she would be great. Like, she does I seem pretty unique. Out. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, David, you do a show. It's other people's airplanes, yep. and uh, tell us a little bit about that. And now that we have you up here talking about the fun things and the videos, and and that's actually how I discovered you. Is that uh, I think it was at Sebring one year Sebring, at the yeah. Light Sport. Uh, actually, it's US, called now the U.S. Sport Aviation Expo, which yeah. is now called the Affordable Aircraft Expo. Yep. And that was actually a lot of fun. That, the interview we did, and and afterwards I was like, wow, this is really cool. The, the videos you're putting together and. Uh, really bringing the passion out in the aviators and, and it's actually through your eyes uh, but t tell us a little about other people's airplanes why you call it that well uh, you know I, I'm not a pilot and that's one of the first things that I have to correct people on a lot of people think I'm a pilot and I, I don't give any reason not to think so but I never say hey uh, I'm a pilot you know I'm the first to tell you that I'm not uh, but I still stay involved in aviation by doing um, aviationy things volunteering at air shows and hanging out at Sun and Fun and other places and yeah. hanging around airports and just you know I've, I, I have an uncanny ability because I stay so involved in aviation I have an uncanny ability of getting myself into other people's airplanes uh, but I, and I've got some magical memories from that but I, I found out that that's just kind of all in my own head and it's mine it's like how how dare I kind of keep that to myself why don't I share that with the world and with the with the advent of these small computers uh, fast computers and small cameras now I can bring the audience along for the ride and you know YouTube's a great playground for that kind of stuff so uh, you know whenever we do flying in a cool airplane or we are some, on some kind of cool adventure like Sun and Fun or some other aviation event you know we bring the audience into the cockpit and along for the ride whenever we do awesome some aviation-related stuff. Where can they find all this stuff? Otherpeoplesairplanes.com uh, is a good place. Yeah, not, uh, not not other people's planes. It's not us. We're other people's airplanes. O P A. O P A. Other yeah. people's airplanes. And we're also on. We have a great YouTube channel, so that's probably the best place to find our stuff. Is uh, YouTube.com/slash/flyopa. Fly OPA. Uh, ideas to some of the videos you have out there, maybe as a teaser? Uh, well, you know, the, we saw the Geico Skytypers fly today. We've actually did a, uh, we're working on a special with them. We just wrapped up some stuff with Tor Tor Tora at the um, end of the year and the beginning of this year, which was just Turned phenomenal. out great. Man, we had my editor, John Conway, he's also on In the Pattern podcast, is awesome uh he he just he just really it's it's, it's great because i'm you know I'm, I'm i shoot a lot of footage and i want to keep it all you know and, and he's like no it's got to go <laughs> and so he cuts the stuff and makes it real real slick and just does some great stuff with the video editing uh so we're actually working on geico sky typers uh we've got some other stuff that i'm not ready to talk about yet oh. it's coming i actually just met with a guy today with some neat information that i don't think has been released yet so I'm going to be quiet about quiet it. About it mm -hmm. uh, and we have a whole bunch of just stuff in the can that, that uh, admittedly, we haven't made the time to edit. And so I, I really want to get around to that. we got a B-25 flight. We've got uh, Pitts flights at Tabria, Super Decathlon. we got a lot of stuff that I just, I've just never put out that, uh, that we need to get going. But, um, yeah, there's lots of stuff coming. You know, and Donkey here is, uh, is uh, let's call him my promoter, my, my, my communications guy. Uh, is Chris Gustafson. He's on the team. And, uh, you know, he helps out a lot here at, at, at Sun and Fun Radio. But, you know, when he's not 
not here, he's he's helping us out with uh, with other people's airplanes. So I got a, a bunch, a great group of guys that are helping me out. So big shout out to Chris. He's uh, he's actually a real real hard worker. Yeah, he is. And uh, he actually uh, is going to help us bring some a couple more folks up to the deck with us. I think Jack Hodgins uh, is in the crowd somewhere. Eventually, once he's done with his, his meal, this is a, a lot of podcasting love here at Sun and Fun for the Stuck Mike edition. We'll call this podcasting love. Yeah, uh, podcasting. We're all audio people. You are more of a video person. I, I call it a video podcast. Yeah, yeah it's I a do. video podcast. Uh, you know, to the to the lay public, they don't necessarily know what that means. So, uh, I often call it an aviation video show or an internet video show. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at its root, it's a it's a podcast. And I tell you what, you know, we've done some uh, videos on another website that we do as far as instruction, and it is tough. I it's mean, a lot of work. It's not like audio. I mean, there's a whole bunch involved with it, with video, and and you look at something, say a 15 minute video, think, gee, that was quick. They couldn't have taken that long. How long does it take to do something like that? There's a multiplier, and each person's multiplier is different. Um, for audio, it's about three times, three to one. So, for for me, you know, everybody's different. Uh, you know, if I have a, a one hour audio show, it probably takes me three hours to edit it and produce it and put it up online. Video, it's probably four times that. So it's about 12 to one or more. You know, a one minute video takes you know 12 minutes to edit. Uh, it, at a minimum, it's usually much more than that. So it, it's a long time. And, you know, a big shout-out to uh, somebody who's helped us get in here, by the way, and all the podcasters. Someone who's really supported us, uh, the video podcasters, and is uh, Dave Schalbetter. I think he's uh, been a big yeah. key to, to us being able to do this. He's he's actually put together a lot of events for us, and uh, I, I don't think I've ever would have been able to do some of the things that, that I've been able to do without Dave Schalbetter and, uh, and, of course, Dave Allen, too, because he's, he's been actually inspirational to me and so many other folks, and, and one of the ways is through your videos. I mean, I actually uh, actually do watch a lot of your videos. I think they're cool. What what I want to say is, um, uh, we put out we put out videos, but we don't put out nearly enough. And I have mad respect for the people like Uncontrolled Airspace who put out stuff every two weeks at a minimum. And Smack, you guys put out stuff constantly. I don't know how many episodes you're up to on the Aviation Careers podcast, but yeah, uh, you know, I would sit here and say, 84. I'd say you probably at 34, and you're like, no, we're in the 80s. I mean, yeah. you crush it. So for for you guys, audio or video, I don't care which, the guys that are able to put it out all the time consistently into where where your audience gets angry when the blue dot doesn't show up in iTunes, you know, mm-hmm. that, that you guys are crushing it. Just keep it up. You know, and thanks, David. And, and something actually, we've made our mistakes along the way, actually, and that, one of the things was consistency. Of course, uh, Stuck Mike Avcast, from the beginning, it's been the 1st and the 15th of the month, and we'll do some specials in between, and that's it. But uh, And I found with Aviation Careers Podcast, we weren't doing that, and uh, people were like, hey, where's the podcast? What's going on? Uh, so we switched that to the 8th and the 22nd to be every every other week, and that was a, a good lesson to be learned, uh, exactly what you just said there. People and, will forgive uh, a lot. Yeah, but they won't necessarily forgive pod fading. No, no, so. that's, that's for sure, and and it's it's uh, what we try to do at Aviation Careers Podcast is inspire people to get into aviation careers, no matter what it is. It could be piloting, flight attendant, engineer, computer programmer, 
anything. And and the one thing that I do is point people to some of the videos because how do you get involved in aviation? It's through seeing airplanes and, and getting inspired and saying, hey, I want to be involved in that community. That's a pretty darn cool community. One thing I want to, and I've, I've worked so long to get Dave on here, is that the fact that, you know, are you going to get your license? You know, are, are we looking towards that someday in the near future once you get a scholarship to get your license? Meh. Meh. I don't know. Not so sure. I'd love to. You know, don't get me wrong. I would love to have a pilot's license, but you know, I'm still having a great time. You know, I'm here enjoying aviation. I got, I got four of my five kids, and I got my. I'm just gonna say, when you have 47 children, it's hard to learn to fly. It's a little hard, you know. And and I just, I love having my family and my wife here, and you know, just enjoying that time. You know, we, I mean, we were out there today watching the Thunderbirds just unzip the very sky, you know, and and you know, I was cheering on with them, and they're looking, they're just, they're, they're, they're cheering along with me, so. Uh, you know, I, I will say this. I will stay involved in aviation in some way or, or, or another. It is absolutely my intention to get my pilot's license. There is no time frame for which when that's actually going to happen. That's cool, but you, you'll still go fly with me, right? Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, uh, there yeah. are, I have a, lo- a long list of people uh, with whom I would like to go flying for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're definitely going to do that. We'll go upside down and, and round and do some loops. Is Turbo things. on that list? I Turbo mean, is amazing pilot. Is he really? Okay. I, what what is he, how does his pilot get up to the control? Yeah. No, he's Horrible. He falls asleep. Oh, that's bad. You know, I I love it all. You know, I want to go. I want to go on a long cross country uh, with uh, Tony Condon and have an uh, off airport landing, you know, or land out. You know, land out. Uh, Make sure he has his checkbook before we go. You know, I want to do things. I want to do things like that. I want to go on a uh, aerobatic flights with certain people. And you know, I just I want to go all kinds of different experiences. So I love it all. That's cool. I think I think it will happen. And uh, you know, like we were talking about Dave Shell. Better. He is the the voice of Sun and Fun Radio. Has yep. been. He's actually the person that started this, uh, the radio station here. You you hear us talk about uh, if you've listened to us on liveatc.net/snf, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. You'll hear this guy that I talk about, who's my boss, who's the the chief uh, poobah here, Grand Poobah. He's the person that actually keeps me in line and uh, constantly has me busy all week long, and hasn't been able to give me a break yet to go get something to eat. Although you wouldn't notice that with my waistline is uh, is Dave Shalbetter. Dave, welcome to the deck. Well, thank you, Carl. I appreciate <laughs> it. And and right off the bat, for you and and the other near forty Sun and Fun Radio volunteers this year and new volunteers such as Derek, thank you guys. I couldn't do it without you guys. I I, I don't do this. You know, I'm I'm a big I'm a guy with a big mouth who fi- who tripped and fell face first into the job of a lifetime. <laughs> You know, that's awesome. You know, it's it's a lot of fun though. I mean, that's you get to come out here and talk to people and talk about aviation and, and the people you get to talk to are pretty sharp. They are. I got some great guests this week. Oh my gosh! Jeez. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, who do you have here? I mean, we've had some superstars and uh, rock stars, or actually country stars. Yeah, we had Aaron Tippin on the air this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, stars. We've had uh, Kevin Lacey from Airplane Le- Repo. Uh, Ken and Danny Ken from Airplane Repo. We, um, you know, and they're great, and they're, they're neat stuff, and, and I, I get a lot of response, so I give them time, and I publicize a lot that they're going to be there. They're going to be on the air because it helps oh, promote yeah. the radio station. We had Larry Overstreet on deck, you know. I mean, we had stars everywhere. Yes, we do. <laughs> so at Larry Overstreet, you know, we have, we have yeah, the the Derek Lagasse. Yeah, I, I have, from I, I'm a V now. Yes, I'm a V now. Oh my goodness, the Derek Lagasse. There you go. I like that. So we had the Derek Lagasse, and yeah, uh, great. 
you know, it's a great blast being live on the air here. If somebody's <laughs> trying to call me. Please give me a call back in about five minutes. Yeah, that's one thing about live uh, radio is the fact I did, that they're, yes, they're, I did just answer my phone just, that way. He, he actually he actually did do that mm -hmm. and uh, has done that through throughout the show. And that's one thing that's really cool. Can our, what oh, is there's it? A, yeah. yeah, there's a long easy. Is that what is I that see? Long I just, just one underneath. I think it is. Oh yeah. Ah, they all all those canards look alike to me. Is that a velocity maybe? Velocity, long easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cozy. I can't see it. You never oh. know. But, uh, Sorry, I'm. It, you know, one of the neat things is Dave actually has to deal with a lot of things. You, you don't see this behind the scenes in the show, and the show goes on for hours. Has to deal with a lot of changes and, and also things that go wrong. Uh, he's able to jump back and, and fix those things, which I think is pretty cool. Well, my objective with Sun and Fun Radio is that I know coming in that there's going to be issues. You know, the, the, somebody's going to drop the ball, and, and with my 4,382 balls in the air most days, it's usually me that drops the ball on something. But it's important to me that the listening audience not know that there's a mm -hmm. problem. Mics don't get turned on. Hey, turn on mic two, you know, and then th that sometimes that goes out over the air, even though it shouldn't, you know. Hey, can we bring up mic number four? You know, that, that kind of stuff shouldn't go over the air. You know, hand signals, you know, four up. You know, and the engineers know it. They, they, they learn. But we're all volunteers, and we come in here and we do this once a year. I have some radio professionals that volunteer with me. I have a lot of podcasters that are used to speaking. You know, and I have people like Derek who's coming in and doing a, you guys do what, a one-hour show a week? We do a two-hour show every week. Two-hour show a week, two okay. Two-hour show, yep. So imagine doing three weeks' worth of shows in one day, six days in a row. Pretty much, yeah. That's what that's what Sun and Fun Radio is. Yeah. Oh, and man. stuff gets forgotten, and, and people ask me to shout out to them, and, and I do my best to do it. I've gone to online forums for a lot of stuff. Um, I use Google Docs extensively. Guest information sheets. You know, hey, well, can we fill this out ahead of time? Can you email me something? I email it to them. They'll fill it out, and they'll mail it back to me. Well, you know how much paper I deal with coming into Sun and Fun? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, 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 no. Okay, we'll just create an online document. Yes. I'll get a spreadsheet. We'll, we'll, and I actually found out, thanks to Larry. Larry helped me discover how to take my online spreadsheet of replies and turn them into a printed form using uh, the, the Excel mail or whatever it was called that we were playing with that one of the first nights beforehand. Pixie dust. Magic pixie dust. Magic pixie dust. <laughs> pixie dust. Wow. And I feel bad because a lot of times... People will show up expecting from to have me do their interview, and I'm I'm pulled away to do things. But you guys step in. You're you know you're consummate pros. You help me out. You know Larry uh, Larry's been dealing a lot with both our our announcements, sponsor announcements, and also Sun and Fun sponsor announcements. So you're hearing Larry's voice a lot on the air this year because we've got a lot of sponsors at Sun and Fun, and we've got a number of people that help sponsor Sun and Fun Radio. Yeah, I mean this deck. This is the, we're, we're sitting on nine thousand dollars worth of lumber here. Yes. And that, you know, I write as many checks for Sun and Fun as I can, and I've finally stopped being shy about, hey, we need support. Oh yeah. You know, you wanna? Well, Dave, what can I do to help? You know, what can I buy you? What can I buy you? And it's like, okay, well, listen. Here's a stack of receipts. Pick one, and throw the money in the kitty. You know, or just throw money in the kitty. Right. You know, and people want to help out. I, I love it. I'm glad. I mean, it's 21 years I've been doing this. Yeah. So I'm Some glad. Some of our supporters are standing here. And yep. Yep. We had uh, Shoreline Aviation Insurance, Shoreline Aviation Services, FlySassy.com. 
And they actually, JR hooked up with him, one of my reporters, JR Hafer. Yeah, yeah. Caught him out back on the deck and said, oh, I, I bought a new airplane. I need to speak to you about insurance. Oh, cool. And I love that. And, that's, and that's, what, that's what we're about because I, I feel really bad. They've been, they were my original commercial advertiser, as it were. And I don't know if they've ever gotten a lick of business out of this, but they do it because they love us. They love what we do. You know, Sennheiser. Sennheiser is not looking to get rich. They're looking to support us. But I love the fact that somebody came to them and said, I heard you on the, I heard Carl interviewing you on the radio today, and I told Carl, make sure you get me their business card because I want to buy my insurance from them. Yep. It's awesome. So it's great, and I love it. And I don't do this for me. I do it for Sun and Fun. And I do it for the volunteers. You know, one of the biggest sponsors, a behind-the-scenes right person who's actually right now, who's the engineer on this show and helping us produce this is, you know, somebody who is live ATC. He is liveatc.net. And uh, he is one of the people that I admire uh, more than anybody because he never wants the limelight. And we're going to do this no. now. Da but I'm going to interrupt for a minute. Before we, before, we interrupt, or before we introduce him, Dave donates our audio streaming. The first time we did it, he said, if you want, I'll just leave it going. We'll, we'll go year-round with it. You know, we'll leave the ATC streams up. We'll leave the radio stream up. I was like, oh, man, that's cool. The dollar value of what he gives us as a sponsor qualifies him for passes, parking, VIP status, everything else. The man could come to Sun and Fun and spend the entire week relaxing and enjoying himself. He comes here and volunteers at the radio station and puts in darn near, if not more, hours than I do. So Dave Pasco, who's started out as a sponsor and become my friend, I want to thank you for everything you do for us. Oh, uh, you're welcome. Oops. Well, thank, thank you. <laughs> it's hard to talk an engineer, isn't it? Can you actually hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can hear oh, you. Okay. It's Barely. A bring, low, your, bring your bring mic up a little bit. But, yeah, we, it's but funny. You, you know, Dave, Dave Pasco actually, he um, has uh, the liveatc.net slash SNF. And we get a lot of questions from our listeners about how does that put together and how are you able to do this, first of all, here at Sun and Fun, and just in general, how, how are they able to get all these feeds from all over the country and the world? So uh, it takes radios. Uh, a lot of people think what we do is magic, but it takes radios connected to computers and, as Larry said a minute ago, pixie dust. Uh, we've got a lot of pixie dust. Uh, Live ATC is a giant bouncing act, and we put together a lot of that equipment. Uh, we have, uh, like Sun and Fun Radio has so many volunteers, we have volunteers all over the world who uh, let us uh, take a little space to put radios, or they put their own radios up. Uh, so it's, it's very much uh, an interesting ecosystem, but with a lot of volunteers. You know, one of the things that I hear from people, maybe you could explain this, is uh, say we're listening to, to Lakeland right now, mm -hmm. and we're listening to the radios. Sometimes I will hear, and I love to listen to it, the tower, and then I'll hear approach, or, or say I'm wanting to listen to approach, and there's a couple different frequencies, and then all of a sudden it goes silent, and then uh, it's it switches on to some other conversation, but it's not the one I was listening to. What's going on there? Sure. So sometimes we have to make decisions about what we're going to broadcast in. Uh, at certain airports, we try to get the most we can out of a single receiver just to reduce costs. Um, if you wanted to hear everything on every frequency uh, individually so you wouldn't have those interruptions that you experience, we'd have to have you know a lot more receivers than we do now. You could so make we, a donation. Yeah, it could, you could make a donation, yeah. Uh, but a lot of times we're limited by other things, by uh, other infrastructure type things. So it's, uh, it's a lot of tough decisions. A lot of the bigger airports, I'll give you an example in uh, Hartsfield. We've got a setup, uh, a really nice setup there. It has like 26 radios. 
Oh, wow. So in order to pick up all the frequencies, the ramp frequencies and the ground and all that. But we have to make real tough decisions about how to divide up with limited resources uh, and make it interesting. Because a lot of times, if you have all those single frequencies, it, it won't. each one of them won't really get a lot of listens. So sometimes you have to combine them to fill the airtime. And you strike a balancing act, basically, uh, hopefully not having too much blocking between the channels. So So this is kind of like uh, when I have my portable radio on scan and go through the Absolutely, yeah, same and, thing. Yeah, I got it. And then there's you usually keep up ATIS, is that correct, at the airport? Sometimes we have ATIS. Uh, we actually have uh, only a handful of ATISs because that's the, usually the last thing that we want to broadcast because it's, uh, in, in many cases, you can dial, at major airports, you can dial a phone number and get the ATIS, but not all of them. So have that service. So. What kind of scope do we have? For instance, can Victoria hear Frederick, Maryland? Where she yeah. Is at? Yeah, yeah, she can. Victoria, yeah. Yeah. We, have a, we have a feed down to Frederick. Listening I have a to friend who uh, takes it and puts it in the background of all the videos he flies. So when you fly with him, you can actually see what we talked about and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. cool. So. How do you do, now, wait a minute. How do you do that? How do you get the audio to do that? So you can come back, and everything that goes through our system, every single feed, everything gets recorded 24-7. So they're digital uh, MP3 files, sound files that are stored on a server, and you can come back and uh, access the archive page, pick the feed, pick the time period. They're divided in 30-minute chunks. You pick the time period you wanted to listen to, and you pull up that MP3 file. So. There's a lot more to it than he makes it sound so easy. Yeah, you know, he's like, oh, you just do this, this, and that. But he has he has this incredible scope, and I, I'm sure airlines have come to you and other people to help out. Yeah, it's a really big resource. We've helped the uh, the NTSB. We've helped uh, the NTSB equivalents in other countries unravel things because they don't frequently have recordings of incidents that happened in uncontrolled and non-towered fields and stuff like that. Uh, so it's a it's a really big resource. We actually store stuff a lot deeper than it's publicly available. Uh, we can keep things up to a year, uh, which I don't think anybody really has uh, anything quite that deep and that, that extensive. You said something there about uh, other countries. You're, you're not just in the United States. Where, where else are you? No, well, the heaviest concentrations in uh, North America, U.S. and Canada. Uh, we are all over the world except in places that really specifically prohibit it, like the U.K. is one notable one, uh, Italy, uh, Germany, uh, New Zealand, believe it or not. Oh, interesting. For some reason. Um, <laughs> And uh, although Australia, there's no no issues there. Is that because so. Len is down there right now? <laughs> That's because Len's there. Yeah. yeah, it's all it's all Len's fault. Len, Len's are fault. you listening? No, I, God, I wish he was. You know, I wish he was here with us today. Len, yeah, we all do. The, the creator of the Stuck Mike Avcast, what a, a wonderful individual. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I always get emails like, you know, where can I find this guy who started this? And I mean, he's sitting right here. Uh, and that's Dave Pasco. He's he's uh, be here for another uh, it, uh, I don't know, five or six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving tomorrow, unfortunately. Uh, regretfully, I have to uh, go home tomorrow or start my journey home anyway. And, and what's neat is there we've actually had some people come up here and say I want to I want to see Dave Pasco because he is definitely a heavy heavy lifter here at at Sun and Fun Radio. But just in general, uh, he really there's a good a reason we call him Radar. Yeah, <laughs> his call sign. He he knows everything about about all the technical side of things, and and I go to him for a lot of advice when when I need to, and he, he's just awesome. So we appreciate you. Uh, thanks for what you do here at Southern Fun Radio. Uh, I, I, it's very happy to do it, and uh, I love what you do, Carl, and every everybody else here. I mean, everybody here, every single volunteer at Southern Fun Radio and at Sun and Fun, uh, period. 
is just amazing. And this show, uh, these broadcasts, the, this would not happen without volunteer effort. Uh, it's just absolutely uh, mind-boggling. When I see that, when I first saw that, when I first came to Sun and Fun, you know, like Dave said, the first year I was off-site. Uh, actually, he didn't mention that. The first year uh, I donated yeah. the streaming. I actually was not at the show, but I came the next year. And when I saw what was going on here, I was just blown away, so, so blown away that I said to myself, I've got to pitch in and be part of this. You know, one thing I, I forgot to mention, uh, Dave Pasco is not just a technical geek here. He's a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. He's an IFR-rated pilot? Yeah, IFR-rated pilot. I've been uh, prepping for my commercial check ride for about eight years now. Awesome. <laughs> I just never get the time to yeah, finish yeah, up. This is the year, though. This is the summer. And Carl and, and Derek year. is back there waving his hand. <laughs> These guys are going to hold me to it. And I'd like to start my CFI. Uh, I actually would like to start my CFI training next year. Uh, but uh, anyway, You'd that, make a we'll great get teacher, there. that's for sure. He's taught me quite a few things. Uh, but, you know, I'd love to see you get those ratings. And we can't wait. As a matter of fact, uh, not just donating here, but I in other ways with your airplane. I know you came down to Frederick, Maryland with uh, Victoria. I did. I did one stint there. I think Victoria probably remembers. That yes, was just that was a blast. That, that was, was so cool. That was literally one of the most fun things I have ever done uh, in flying. Oh, that's you cool. know, it's so great to actually like events like Sun and Fun and what I did in Frederick is meeting everyone we talk to online. There's this great community of pilots doing podcasts talking on Twitter and what have you, but actually getting to meet all you people like once or twice a year is so much fun. Yeah, it is awesome. Well, again, thanks. And, of course, if you want to see uh, and find out more about what you do, it's at liveatc.net. Uh, and if you want to he listen to this here, obviously, liveatc.net slash SNF. Oh, and, and gosh, we have a few more things I forgot to mention that you have coming up soon that you might want to announce. or Yeah, we have a couple uh, couple of things. They're not, not, not really big things, but always, uh, every week, we have new airports that come online. Uh, if you live near an airport that's uh, not covered on liveatc, uh, come to the website, reach out on the contact form, and contact me by all means, and let's see what we can do to get you online. The other thing is that in about a week or so, we'll be releasing a, a universal version of our app that's uh, on iOS for the uh, awesome. iPhone. It's been out there, but now you'll be able to see it in the uh, iPad store as well, uh, probably about a week or a little, little more than a week. Apple's a little bit behind right now dealing with the Apple, Watch Apple Watch apps and stuff like that, so they're, uh, they're grinding away reviewing apps. Yeah, I can't wait to see liveatc.net on the Apple Watch. It will be on the Apple Watch in the next version. This version will just get us onto the iPad natively. Uh, this summer, we will we'll be taking a wrecking ball to the app and redesigning it from the ground up with a whole bunch of uh, more features. And at that point, it will be on the Apple Watch and other things. Well, technician extraordinaire and also all-around great guy and heavy lifter and incredible volunteer. That's Dave Pasco here at uh, Southern Fun Radio. Thanks again. Uh, thank you, guys. And uh, joining us on the deck, Derek, uh, is uh, somebody else that's been doing some lifting, heavy lifting, and uh, that's Tom Frick. Tom Frick is uh, actually another one of the engineers that's mm -hmm. worked with uh, Dave Pasco uh, yeah. in the back, and he's oh, uh, done a great job actually training some of our newer people. And he's also helped me, if you've ever listened and the Stuck My Gavcast, and the audio, if it sounds good, then, uh, you know, talk to Tom Frick. I mean, he actually uh, helps us produce uh, the Stuck My Gavcast and also uh, Aviation Careers Podcast. And uh, a few, actually, you've actually done some of our uh, educational videos on, on Expert Aviator, too. So we appreciate you there, Tom, and, and uh, welcome to the deck, and, and thanks. Well, thank you, Carl. Glad to be here and just <laughs> and listening and soaking it all in. This is awesome. It is awesome. And, and the other cool thing is is Tom is, a, is an active aviator. 
He is. And he an is. awesome cook, too. And oh my yes. gosh, I forgot about that. You know, yeah, for a German, you make some really good Italian sauce. Does he not, Mr. Sigliano? <laughs> come on. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, great sausage. I mean, yes. come on. Mama would be proud. I mean, really. That was good. It's always good when I can please a couple of Italian boys with, with some good sausage sandwiches. <laughs> and we appreciate it. I know you did. That was awesome. Yeah, yes, I'm glad everybody. Great. That stuff went quick. Yes. Yes, it did. Yes. Well, Tom, you tell us a little bit about your, your aviation background here. You're actually, gosh, you're going through ratings like crazy. Yeah, I started out, um, I, I took a Discovery flight in 2009, was December, um, was enamored immediately. I mean, I got out of the cockpit and I was like, oh my God. And uh, they offered me a solo package and I bit and took it right away. Um, soloed four months later and, uh, and then... Uh, Ran out of money. It sat for Oops. probably eight months. Didn't do nothing, you know. And then turned a corner, and all of a sudden it opened back up again. And uh, finished it out. Got my uh, private pilot. Went right in. Got my instrument rating. Um, went right in. Went through uh, commercial 141. Part 141 school, which I'm, I'm at the point now. As soon as Sunless Fund's over, I will be in full-blown checkride prep mode. And we're going to see that commercial license in? The commercial, the CFI right after it, and then uh, right behind that will be the II and the MEI. He's cranking through them. Damn, that's yeah. good. And, 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 I'm, and I'm sitting on about 210 hours. 210 hours, wow. And that's pretty quick, getting all that, that hours. And, and, and I actually got a chance to fly with you the other day. As a matter of fact, one of the pictures on the Stuck Mike Avcast on one of our podcast episodes was you flying the 172 over Tampa Bay and the G-1000 aircraft, which I was totally confused about. Well, you actually did really well. Actually, Carl, Carl surprised me really because he, he wanted I wanted to learn about the G1000. So we, I took Carl for a flight to uh, for his uh, Lakeland flying team, uh, and and we got over to Lakeland, and you surprised me because you know we were playing with it on the way over, and and when we taxied back out, you know, it's kind of a taxi from where the school is out to the end of runway 27, you know, and I got out there and I go do my run up and I go to put my flight plan in, and it's done. And I'm like, and I look over at him. He goes, "Well, I'm an FO. I gotta, I gotta do something." <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a tough thing is not doing anything, sitting in the right seat while you're taxiing. Yeah, it's, but it's you did like a fine job. Automatic. Yeah, thank yeah. you. That, that, that whole flight yeah, yeah. plane was in, and boom, <laughs> off we go. Yeah. And he, he, what did, what did uh, you pay me to do that? I forgot. It was, uh, um, it was, it was uh, nothing. Flight. It was nothing. Yeah. No, no. That we was just, an awesome. Flight. We just flew. Uh, it was, it was an awesome. Remember, flight. we went VFR, which was, uh, I know people around here say, yeah, whatever. But I was so excited. We filed IFR and said, no, man, I so want to go VFR. Far. I want to just turn left, right, up, down, do what I want, when I want. See, I got excited on the way over because I filed I IFR. I, I got, got to fly action. through the clouds and I got some action up in there and then we made it over here. So I filed on the way back and we never used it. And Carl, Carl says, I want to stay low. I don't want to file. Yeah, I want yeah. to go where I want. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it's the freedom of it that I don't get. Well, you know, uh, you, you've inspired, I think, some people here on the deck. I know Robert Sigliano has taken a, you know, he hasn't, you haven't been flying as quite as much as you'd like to. I know no, that. No, I have not. I haven't really flown since last June. Last June. But Life got in the way. And, and, but even if it gets in the way, like, like in Tom's case, uh, you'll be back. I'll definitely be back. I'm getting re-inspired. Yes, yes. Coming here, talking to everyone, seeing the planes flying, just nosing around, looking in cockpits. Can't wait to get back in. Yeah, and we're going to maybe start up the podcast again or do maybe. something a little I, different. I like your idea the other day. Yes. It goes from new pilot pod blog to maybe the rusty pilot pod Ooh. blog. So I'm I think thinking of rusty, that. I like that. You yeah. can co-op with the rusty pilots program at yeah, AOPA, which maybe, is, by the way, maybe, a wonderful yes. program. Yeah, I missed miss the breakfast this morning. They had 
uh, the rusty pilot program breakfast or something, but I was too hmm. busy working here. But but even though you haven't been flying, uh, Robert, you've actually still kept yourself in the game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, through what? just reading, listening to podcasts. Um, you, you really can't walk away from it. You really can't. Do you think it's, that's helped a lot? Let, let's just stick it with podcasts. Sure. Do you think it's really helped you? Absolutely. It yeah. helped me when I was getting my license, keeping on those days where I couldn't fly or wanted to keep my head in the game. And it's, keep, and it's helping me now on my short hiatus to keep the head in the game and really still be around. Reading magazines, watching videos, yeah, absolutely. podcasts. So, yep. So and, and I'm grateful for that as well. You know, I mean, yeah. with all the podcasts I've edited for you, I've, God, I've learned so much about aviation just from, you know, cool. listening. I mean, you're going through and you have to listen close to edit. So, and, right. um, you know, it's been great. And every day it's something. You know, I try to, I, I don't live a day without some type of aviation in my life. So and, let me ask you, and, how much and, do I screw and up? And one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> how much do you screw up? No, yeah. man, you were, you were probably one of the most consistent one-take wonders I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you are. You, the, I, I don't do any ums and oops to that. And, hey, take that out, would you? Hello? Yeah. Oh, edit that out for me, please. Wow. It's, it's so, none of that. Yours, yeah. Your stuff is always consistent well, straight th through, end to end. I get lucky. So, so, Carl, you mentioned podcasts, you mentioned videos, you mentioned books and clubs and, uh, you know, fly-ins. But there's one other tool that I use constantly is liveatc.net. Live live. I'll listen to that before I listen to music. It just keeps your head in the game. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. It does. Indeed. I love listening listening to my home airport tower. Keeps you yeah, keeps you sharp. So, Tom, tell us a little bit about what you do back here behind the scenes at Sun and Fun Radio. Oh, God, I've, I've been a jack of all, master of none around here. I'm, I've, I've done I editing. can contest to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I mean, yeah. I've been... <laughs> thanks, thanks, Robert. <laughs> um, I, I've, done, I've done everything around here. I've done a, I've dug ditches. I have taxi uh, driver. Dug, dug post holes. I have driven taxi car, dri yeah. driven cars back and forth. I've We're sitting on pressure something the he's deck. made. Yep. Um, I, I have edited um, all sorts of interviews for... Uh, we have several different... Uh, um, people that go out in the field here at Sun and Fun, and they'll interview everybody. I mean, from CEOs to volunteers to you name it. I mean, all sorts of stuff comes back, and that's all great information. I learned constantly. Um, this year, uh, last year, I learned the engineering board and, and started playing a little bit with that, got back into that again this year, and I've been helping some other volunteers that have come along to try to get them more acclimated with running that thing. I mean, the, the more people that know, the more things to do around here, the better off we are. You know, we, we're, we're, we're better as a group. So uh, um, Derek, he, he too, he's <laughs> <laughs> he's been doing jumping into all sorts of stuff, you know. I mean, he's got his own his own gig to do, but yet he's jumped in with the volunteers at the radio station here, and he's done a bang up job. I've, I've, you, you've done good this year, Derek. I appreciate hey, you, it. If you let me behind the controls, I'll do it. You know, uh, it's, and, and I've had a grand old time. You know, whether it be driving a golf cart around, editing something for you guys, or you know, jumping behind the microphone. I mean, I was about to say the, the first time I got on the uh, air, being behind the microphone feels really good. Not as good as being behind the controls of an airplane, but it's still really good. Yeah. <laughs> and I I'm, and I'm really, really glad to be here. You know, I'll tell you, Derek, the other day I was I was running the board, and we've been getting uh, Lockheed Martin's been coming in yeah. every morning give us a weather brief. And uh, I recorded the weather brief and need to be edited, and, and I caught him, and I says, hey, I, I want to try to find somebody to get edit this thing. He says, it's done. It's in there. And I'm like, dude, all right. <laughs> you know, and I, and, I was. It was good. And you, you know took what, my job away from me. I'm Derek. sorry. <laughs> no, i got to do something around here. <laughs> I'm trying to help around. But it's also mutual. I mean, I'm learning some stuff from everyone that's here as well, like that 
revelator thing. Oh my god, that's I love amazing, it. isn't it? Though I that's love good. it. That's really. I, I need to get it. I, I must have it. I'll, I'll, I have a, a copy. I can sell it to you. <laughs> Real cheap. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, you don't. He'll give you his salary for it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, whatever I get paid. One thing that is amazing about Sun and Fun is that we have so much fun. We learn from each other, and it's like a big happy family here. Uh, one of the things that that's really exciting, and I just want to you know interject here because somebody just showed up at the deck, uh, is actually one of my students. One of my first students is here. Oh, cool! And, but actually, it's Avi Zamatis. He's actually on the deck here. But there's uh, it's not so much him I want to talk to, uh, about as much as uh, somebody else that has has uh, actually arrived at the deck. If you remember what I said about uh, the Thunderbirds before, uh, before there was a swearing in ceremony uh, that they had, and uh, joining us on the deck actually is is actually somebody that was just sworn in uh, for into the Air Force, and uh, we're going to talk to him. And it's actually uh, it, it's it's Avi. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I have Avi here, and he's going to introduce to us who this is here that has joined us on the deck and what has happened today that is is truly truly special. My my student friend uh, Avi. Uh, first of all, is uh, uh, did I teach you okay? <sighs> Yeah, well, you were nervous because he was going for his gold seal, and he says, boy, I hope you got that <laughs> GPS, kid. <laughs> I was one of Carl's 40-hour students. I was signed off to, uh, at 39, and I soloed for an hour before my check ride. Congratulations. So said, oh, Congratulations. Great. Right. Yeah. Actually, he was more like a 20-hour student. I think at about 20 hours, I said to you, hey, go out and fly. You're ready to take that check ride. Well, it was more like 20 hours, and, he said, and I said, look, I got this new GPS 295. He goes, well, let me play with it. And he said, go left, go right. So, I the Garmin at my expense. Who had more fun, you or Carl? Well, <laughs> it's funny, he did the same thing with me with the G1000. Hey, turn here, no, no, That's go here. Very good. Absolutely. Well, Avi, we have somebody with us, and we're really proud of this person that, that's joined us on the deck. Explain to us who it is and what has happened today, what's very unique about what happened today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very uh, proud of my son, Aaron. Uh, he's... Um, Swore in uh, to the Air Force, uh, was sworn in today by the commanding officer of the, of the Thunderbirds with a bunch of other young airmen, and, and I'm very proud of him. And uh, he's done a great job, graduated from high school in three years with 27 hours of college credits. He wow. did a job. That's terrific, job. Aaron. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome, and thank you. Yeah. Congratulations, Aaron, and welcome to the deck here at uh, Sun and Fun Radio, and you're going on to the Air Force. Yes, yeah. glad to be here. Yeah. Glad to be in the Air Force. <laughs> and, and, and you are moving on when? When are you leaving? July 21st is my ship date. I've been in MEPS for uh, close to six months now. Wow. What do you plan to do in the Air Force? Uh, I'm open mechanic. You know, I'm fine with anything, wrenching. I'm hoping for like an aircraft metals thing where I CNC, mill, lathe, all that. I know someone who needs help on building an air airplane. Yeah. <laughs> Raise your hand, Larry. Uh, <laughs> I, I think this is terrific, and congratulations. What was it like to be sworn in by the commander of the Thunderbirds today? Oh, it was awe-inspiring. It was great to be out there. Uh, legs are tired, but it doesn't really matter because you're out there with all your other Deppers that you know. And it, it's just everything's great. Yes, and a big round of applause for, for this young man who just was sworn in to the United States Air Force. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. 
Yeah, we're really proud of our, 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 our young men and women that are going into to serve this country to keep our freedoms alive here in the United States. I think I think that's awesome. I'm very very proud of you. I'm proud of your 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 father here for for actually putting forth and instilling the values into this young man. Uh, so we, we need to actually a big shout out to also the folks, uh, the parents of the of the people that are yes, going into here, here. the Army, the Navy, yes. Air Force, and Marines. They also were sworn in today. That's terrific. Thanks, Aaron. I appreciate it. We we look forward to hearing about your adventures, and, and good luck in oh, your future. Oh, definitely. Thanks so much. I'll keep you all in touch. <laughs> yes. all right. Thanks so much. And I know Avi will. Oh, yeah. Avi will Avi. definitely keep keep us. Uh, and what's are you excited about your son leaving? Oh, I cry a lot, Carl. <laughs> That's my buddy. <laughs> we used to go flying around in the trauma hawk, you know, but no more. You know, I, I, he'll be home, though. I know he'll come home. I'm very proud. I'm very excited. You know, he's going to do some overseas time. Uh, you know, I, the, the military for me uh, made me grow up, but he's already a grown-up. He's already mature, so he's got nothing to do but good for the service in the country. I'm very proud of him. You know, maybe someday we'll see him out there in a uniform in I, or yeah. with the Thunderbirds. What do you think? Well, that's what I told him. I said, maybe you can become one of those mechs out there. Absolutely. You know, I'm an A&PIA, although I'm a software engineer, and I, you know. <laughs> but I guess it does. You know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's what he wants to do. Sure doesn't, and we commend you for that. And uh, you know, I, I think one of the things that that's inspiring is watching that show, The Thunderbirds. I mean, that that's incredible that you actually got to meet the folks. Did you get to uh, jump in the airplane at all? Did they? they... I'm not that lucky. No. <laughs> 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 well, that's cool. You got their autographs right. and everything. That's that's just awesome. Right. Wow. Well, we we can't wait to hear your story, and uh, you will. I know Avi is definitely going to keep in touch with me. Uh, your father was uh, one of my better students that I ever had. He's one of the few folks that I ever flew with that uh, I said to him after about 20 so hours just to, to get out and, and go fly. And uh, I know that he's going to pass along a lot of knowledge to you, especially if you get into maintenance or into computers or into anything that's technical, because he's a very very smart man. So appreciate you all coming today, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank thanks so much, and uh, thank you. Thank We're very you. proud of you. All right, thanks, everybody. It's so neat thank to, to this is this is actually one of the neatest things about about. Uh, there's some tears being shed. There's this is one of the <laughs> neatest things about uh, Sun and Fun, is is this big family that uh, that we have here, and to be able to be part of some of those moments, and uh, we're, we're extremely proud of of our those people that have served, and and also proud of uh, another person. Uh, just a quick uh, shout out to my wife, who actually served in the military uh, in the Navy for eight years. So we oh, thank wow. her for her cool. service in uh, in Antarctica, as a matter of fact. That must have and, been an uh, interesting place uh, to yes, be. Yes, uh, three, wow. three tours down in Antarctica, and she's too shy to actually come up here and, and talk about it. But she was she was actually in, in, uh, in the Navy and uh, did uh, maintenance control for helicopters. So thanks thanks for your service, too. Uh, one of, you know, we're going to have to wrap up here in a little bit. We've got about another 10, 15 minutes till we wrap. Uh, but I, I do want to also, you know, make sure that we get, get something else in that we talked about. You know how we do at the end of the show, we have our picks of the week. And uh, we're doing something a little bit different this year. Uh, we're actually doing, like I said in the beginning, our picks of the show uh, of, uh, of Sun and Fun. And uh, I'm going to let some of the folks that just came here to think about what their pick of the show is. Uh, so we'll, we'll think about that for a second. But I'm going to start with uh, I think I'm going to start with the, you know, ladies go first, and I'm going to start with the person that had, I think, the most inspiring story uh, that we've heard, and that's uh, Victoria, Victoria Zyko. Oh, I had the most inspiring? Yes. 
goodness. Yeah, I thought blush. that was great. You found you found your love here at uh, at Sun and Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're stuck with each other now. <laughs> um, actually, my pick of the show, I guess, um, are people that I know are down there. And that is Mutt Muffs. You can find them over at safeandsoundpets.com. But Mutt Muffs are what Turbo wears every time he flies. Because, you know, the airplane's very loud for our ears. Can you just imagine it with dogs that have such sensitive ears? And it was actually uh, David Abbey that went over and talked to them. And I guess they discussed Turbo for a while. So a big shout out to Safe and Sound Pets who make Mutt Muffs. Safe and Sound Pets make Mutt Muffs. Uh, you know, Victoria, you know, we said we were going to close out here. We actually have a, a little bit longer that we can go. And guess who just showed up on the deck here? Somebody I said that we were going to try to get on the show, and, and we were going to force him to get on the show. It's somebody that uh, he came kicking and screaming. We dragged him over here, and that's uh, Jack Hodgson from the Uncontrolled Airspace podcast, uh, one of the longest-running aviation podcasts out there. Welcome, Jack. Thank you, Carl. And, okay, it wasn't nearly that ugly, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jack has a, a really cool podcast. Podcast, uh, one of the ones that I got started with in podcasting because of, it, and that's the Uncontrolled Airspace Podcast. Tell us a little bit about that and how it got started and uh, and how long it's been running. It's been a while. Yeah, we're uh, we're about to start our 10th year. Wow, 10 yeah. years. Wow. Yeah, this well in, in August, but uh, um, that'll be our that'll be our ninth anniversary in in August. 300. And, well, currently we're at three. Tomorrow morning we will record episode number 381. And the iTunes store was there oh, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, and, but it was uh, relatively young. That was where this all came from. Podcasting sort of arose um, out of the uh, a number of things, the Internet and the arrival of, of iPods. That's where the name comes from, kind of. Right. And, uh, and so there were people who were doing podcasting. I'm very involved in the tech world as well. Mm. And so in the tech world, people were experimenting with this stuff, and they started this, thing, this idea of attaching a piece of audio to uh, basically a blog, a blog posting. Right, and then other people created software that would not only open the blog posting but automatically download the audio, and then it kind of you know grew from there. So uh, um, there were a lot of tech podcasts who were experimenting with this stuff, and I was enjoying listening to tech podcasts. I was also involved with aviation, and one of the things I did was go to Air, Air Venture every summer and have a uh, and, and be involved with the uh, the uh, daily newspaper there at Air Venture. Mm. Um, and two of the people I worked with were Jeb and Jeb Burnside and Dave Higdon, and we uh, we would just we would always have conversations like all pilots do. You know, you get together for dinner or whatever, right? And you talk about airplanes, and that's what we did. And I just kind of made this connection. I said, well, that's kind of like a podcast, yeah. you know, like these podcasts I'm hearing. All right, we should do one of those. And I said it to them, and they kind of humored. Me and said, "All right, sure, Jack." And they've told me later that they thought it would last like two episodes. Um, and and uh, you're up to episode 381. Wow, 381. Wow. Yeah, that's so a lot of podcasts. Yeah, so um, yeah, that's that's. We just started doing it, and we just kept doing it until we got tired. And so we aren't same there yet. People on the podcast now, or are there new people? Have you changed? No, well, um, it, it's it, no. It's always been Jeb and Dave and myself. Okay. And then early on, we added as sort of not even semi-regulars. We should use them more often than we do. But um, uh, Amy Laboda and James Winbrandt, who are sort of our, our you know second. I don't know how you characterize them exactly because they're terrific. Um, they're just not on every episode, and so uh, they. Uh, they are the sort of the other regulars, and then we've got a handful of people who join us from time to time, and uh, and then we also try and have complete newcomers as you know whenever we can, whenever we find people who are interesting. 
Awesome. You know, it, it, it's interesting because in UCAP, I think it's Jack Hodgson that keeps uh, the wheels from spinning off sometimes. Because I, I notice that one thing he does well is he always brings it back. Uh, every so often, there's there's certain distractions that happen, and, and Jack has been good about ro- corralling in. Uh, I try <laughs> sometimes with more success than others, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we try to do that. I, I consider my role. I mean, I, although I am a pilot and do have some knowledge and, and experience in these areas, I don't have nearly the knowledge and experience that Jeb and Dave have. And so I welcome hearing their voices and their ideas and their experience. Um, I consider myself to play the role of the listener. I, I represent the listener who may not be you know, as up to speed with these things. And so I try and call them when they use abbreviations or jargon or that kind of thing. And uh, yeah. that's, that's a smart thing to do because I think a lot of times we, we talk in acronyms and nobody understands. Yeah. And they're lost right away in anything in the tech field. And that, that's pretty cool. I, I'm hoping you're going to continue this. We're, we're going to move forward another 10 years. I don't know about another 10 years. We were talking about this the other, uh, a couple weeks ago, and we, we acknowledged that we've come this far. We pretty much have to make 10 years. Yes. It would just be dumb to stop at nine and a half years. So, and, we're, and, and you know, the fact of the matter is, although it's changed for us a little bit, we still enjoy doing it. Um, the number one thing, though, that keeps us from fading officially, um, is that we really enjoy talking to each other. Yeah, I mean, we really do have, have a good time talking to each other. And we have talked about the fact that we would miss it if we, you know. There have been times when, for, you know, we try to do it. These days, we try to do it every two weeks. Um, and there have been times when we've had prop scheduling problems and we've not been able to record one for three and some once or twice even four weeks. And we bo- we all agreed that it's like, well, you know, we, we really missed this. You know, it's like been t- way too long. And so, uh, so we, we enjoy talking to to each other, and you know, we've talked about the idea that if we stop the podcast, we might still just kind of get on the phone every week and, and you know talk. And uh, well, just hit record. Yeah, you well, yeah, if, if it was only just that easy, right, you know, <laughs> there's a lot more to it. There is a lot, more, a lot more, to more to it. it you know, boy, and, I wish I knew that before I got yeah. into it. It's a lot of hours, a lot of money that can be spent putting a podcast together, and I think you guys do a great job. I know, Larry, you listen to to UCAP, do you not? Absolutely. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. What's your favorite they thing are. about UCAP? Oh boy, I learned so much from them. You know, yeah. I learned. I think um, it's a little bit current events, you know, current news, things going on in aviation, but it's also how to think about aviation. Mm-hmm. You know, as issues come up, whether they're legislative or technology or you know FAA shenanigans or whatever, I learn a lot from the perspective that the three of you share. Do you Thank think you. a lot of that's you really of- matter? Well, okay. I'll take the learning part, the matter part. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That's very nice. Perspective of, of the people that that are involved uh, yeah. in that. And that's Jeb. I mean, I don't know if we could talk about his day job and what he does there. No, I mean, uh, we talk it, about it all the time. He's a, he's the editor of uh, Aviation Safety Magazine. Um, both Jeb and Dave are full-time working aviation journalists and right. have been for years and years and years and years. Um, they they uh, you know have genuine credentials, uh, both as journalists and as pilots. And you have every so often on Amy Laboda. Amy Laboda, also a full-time working aviation journalist. And? And James Winbrandt, a full-time working writer, mostly in aviation. Um, Other writers among our group envy James because he's figured out how to kind of diversify. So it's a little (laughs) bit more stable lifestyle. He writes in a number of different categories. Um, But he writes mostly about aviation. Spreads it out there. Where can they find this as far as the the podcast? The podcast is, uh, well, it's available through iTunes. If you did a search in iTunes or even in Google, it'll give you links to it. 
you can go directly to our website, which is uncontrolledairspace.com. Uncontrolled airspace, one word, spelled the way you'd think it would be. Any free giveaways, like... Uh the show, maybe? <laughs> well, the podcast is free. We've considered doubling the price from time to time, but uh, we haven't, haven't done that yet. Um, and uh, that's basically all we do right now. We've been toying with, with the idea of doing some other things, some other spin-off things, whether it be other podcasts or I don't know what. You know, that's the problem. We don't know what, so we haven't done it yet. But, uh, but remember, if you've been listening to these podcasts uh, at UCAP, Uncontrolled Airspace, these folks put them together with their own blood, sweat, and tears, and uh, it's a great idea to help promote that by contributing. Is there any way people can contribute Thank you for asking. The there, there are two ways. For the long time now, we have uh, had a, a, a tip jar, a PayPal tip jar. So you can go to our homepage at uncontrolledairspace.com, and there's information there on how to make a, a one-time donation through PayPal. We've also recently uh, uh, set up a, with a new system where we are asking listeners to support the podcast by making an automatic regular donation per episode. So you can go to this new site called Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, Patreon.com, and they will let you create an account and set it up. So And there's lots of creative works there, by the way. Oh, you yeah. should look at all yeah. the cool stuff that's in Patreon, all right? Um, but we're one of them. Uh, go to Patreon slash, Patreon.com slash Uncontrolled Airspace, um, set up so that you're donating as little as a dollar an episode or as much as you like. You can change it anytime you like and cancel it easy. It's no commitment and uh, and it would help us because we're, you know, we, we have a lot of hosting fees and we're trying to keep the equipment up to date and, you know, things like that. So, uh, and if people haven't heard of Patreon before, um, I use it to support a number of mm. uh, works that I care about personally, whether they're audio or video, because, you know, people are out there doing things that I can't do and enriching my life in ways that nothing else could uh, yeah. uh, equal. Yeah, it's, it's And great. it's just super easy. Once you sign up, you know, you'll find lots of things you can uh, contribute towards, yeah. and it's a good site. So, and you'll automatically get notified every time we do put up a new episode, so yep. you don't have to, you know, you'll, you'll kind of find out about it instantaneously, so to speak. Um, and we haven't yet, but I promise we're in the process now of putting together a, a series of uh, special sort of bonuses or um, premium things for people who actually support us through Patreon. So there'll be some extras, some I don't know what exactly, but uh, well, yeah, sure. And we'll do a button for sure. How's that? Um, we'd like to do something a little more than a button. Um, and we're trying to figure out what the right things are. The, the, uh, sort of a combination of things that are valuable to our listeners and, and, and soothe our egos as well. I just, I just put that plug in there because I never got a button. And, I, and I'm like, I know, I never got a button. We'll it, fix it, that. Well, we're gonna definitely have to fix that. We'll fix that. <laughs> yes. There, and and by the way, the buttons are beca- the buttons are get becoming rare. They're, they are. Oh, it, the was a, it, item. it was a it was a fixed run, and we're down to the last I don't know what couple dozen. So I gotta stick it on my air show hat you know, here. So we'll give you one, but it's uh, you know. Yes, uh, I'll wear it with pride. That's for sure. Well, Jack Hodgson from Uncontrolled Airspace. Thanks. You know, one of the things what we were doing here, uh, our, the show was awesome. I thought had a great time. We still have another day left, uh, but we were talking about, uh, we have a Picks of the Week at the end of our show, uh-huh. and we we're trying to do, instead of Picks of the Week, a uh, pick of the show. So we can, if you can think of one of the things that, that you liked, either a product or a service or something that really inspired you, uh, what was your favorite thing of the show, or as um, far as vendors were concerned here? Oh, as far as vendors were concerned? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. see, I had a good and, one that wasn't and, a vendor. Uh-oh. Um, and, but hey, if they, they are a performer here, too, they do have a website, I and bu- we try to support them. <laughs> I only bought one thing. That might, I suppose... Uh, it, one thing? I, well, that's <laughs> Um, no, that's not what I want to put. What I want my pick to be, um, you know, a buddy of mine is uh, is getting real serious about building an airplane, and he's been crowing all week long about the Sonics. Oh, Sonics! Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and so uh, it, he's been just singing its praises, and he's kind of like 
starting to sign me up here. Um, Larry's building one. I, I, that's right, Larry's building one yeah. as well. Yeah, but Larry, you've been building one for a while, so you're just an old hand yeah, building at being a Sonics <laughs> man, right? As I build, building, building, the verb implies action. Yes. And I'm sort of on, you know, if, it, if I were a podcast, I would have pod faded, but I'll be back. I'm sure you'll be back. <laughs> um, so, uh, and, and I'm coming to see that the, this, uh, um, this Sonics, and particularly this new, ver- new version of their engine that they're mm-hmm. selling, this, this turbocharged version yeah. of the engine, seems to be almost a breakthrough. I mean, it just seems... Very yes. very cool, and uh, um, if anybody's at all interested in you know engines for that size aircraft, you might want to go check out what Sonics is doing with this. Remind me what it's called. It, it's called the Aero V. Aero V. Thank and you. yeah, and the turbo on it, the Aero, standard Aero V is 80 horsepower. You know, perfect for the Sonics. Um, they also offer a Jabru six-cylinder 120 horsepower engine. Have for you know, years and years. Um, the Aero V Turbo brings you up to 100 horsepower, but you can maintain that horsepower all the way up to altitude. And they've you know, in their demo planes, uh, there's just no cooling problems. They've done a great job on the engineering. Yeah. You know, and it apparently place. it's a different kind of turbocharger architecture than than you typically see. And as a result, the cooling it is, stays is, cool. Is, yeah. Yeah. Is, it's is pulling the fuel thing. through, I believe. It does it in a yeah right. It combines the high pressure air and the fuel in such a way that it doesn't get as much heat yeah. as it normally does. Yeah. There you go. That you not, that's everything I know about turbochargers. Right? <laughs> and Sonics is a great company. It's been around for a while. It has been around. And, they're, and they've gotten a lot of press in the last year or so because of the jet program. That they're right, doing. The right. little one-seat yellow jet. Mm-hmm. I, everybody's grimacing here. What did the, I miss the, earlier the, in the, the show? The, there might be another person who, who's going to pick that for their, <laughs> their pick of the show. Uh, <laughs> I have yeah. backups. So, uh, <laughs> nice. so anyways, oh, I thought you guys had already done it. and that We just got started. I said, oh, my gosh, where's Jackie? Finally came back. I didn't like, realize <laughs> that I was potentially stealing somebody's face. <laughs> By the, the line. <laughs> by the way, we brought you in right after dinner. How was dinner this evening? Oh, the dinner was great. The yeah. the, the food here, I mean, this has been true for years now, um, but it, this is even better than it's been. The, if you're a Sun and Fun volunteer, and everybody should be who's got any interest at all, if you're a Sun and Fun radio volunteer, excuse me, um, you should, uh, you will get the benefit of some of the uh, the food. I, I tweet I tweeted earlier today that I was I was having breakfast at the uh, at the Sun and Fun radio diner, right? Uh, <laughs> Because we not only have, we have waffles every morning, all right, and coffee, all right, and this morning they make they were making omelets, you know, and I that mean, was awesome. Chris was, Gustafson. Yeah, yep. it was it was terrific. So you should be a volunteer here because uh, they they treat you good here. And the dinner is the kind of kind of uh, uh, you know high point of the end of the week. They had smoked a big thing of pork and had yeah. all kinds of sides, and yeah. it was just great. It's awesome. You know, if you want to become a volunteer, it's really easy to do that. Just go to sun n fun.org and you can sign up and please do we could use more volunteers yep. we always could use more volunteers yep mm-hmm. and jack hodgson in the house thanks so much uh, for uncontrolled thanks for airspace. inviting me in this has been awesome i've been wanting to get jack on the show this is like a double here i've gotten two people i've always wanted to get on the show so david allen and also got jack hodgson this has been really really cool thanks again and, You're very and uh, moving on to uh, our next uh, pick of the show is uh what with derek lagasi uh, tell us what well, is your pick of the show I got to admit, I'm a bit of a techie um, at heart, and um, it, it's so hard to pick because there was so much great tech here. I wish I could pick, you know, five or ten. But um, say the number one thing I'm excited about that I found out about the show is uh, I'm really excited about my Go Flight. Oh, I have cool. a couple of their products. They're doing so. They have some new stuff coming out that uh, came out here at the show. Some uh, new mounts for iPads, uh, glare protectors, a bunch of new stuff. But the really, ki- the real kicker was. They're going to uh, be coming out with a prototype soon of a heads-up display. 
that's an affordable heads-up display for use in GA. And I was just blown away. And that was my sort of, you know, <laughs> my like wow flight. moment right there. Yes, my, they've always been very innovative. Yes. That's mygoflight.com. Exactly. Yeah, Definitely. That's, that's awesome. The, mm-hmm. uh, and and that, uh, they're out here, and mygoflight.com, they're, they're, they've been uh, at every show, I think. And that's yes. one thing I love about them is they're always out there. You know, uh, the next pick of the show is coming up. Uh, Larry, Larry Overstreet, what is your pick of the show? I think I, I know what it is. Yes. So Maybe. this is this has sort of become my <laughs> annual appearance on your show, Carl. So I picked three. Um, wow, okay. I'll give you three quick ones. One is the Subsonics Jet from Sonics. Um, Great looking airplane. They've really done a lot with it. They had the debut performance of the air show uh, here that is done by Bob Carlton, who's a, a famous air show performer with his uh, Salto glider with a, the same jet engine on it. Um, but you know, it's 280 mile an hour airplane, uh, and the cool thing is you can plunk down money and they will send you the airplane. They've had seven customer deliveries this year, and they have room for more in 2015. So this is not imaginary. This is not vaporware. This is not, you know, some airplane we've seen that looks really cool that they'll deliver in 10 years. They are shipping kits now. Um, and, and, you know, it's like $150,000 complete. So where can you have more fun for, you know, for the dollar than that? Um, second one, real quick, uh, kind of related. I was uh, hanging out a little bit with your friend who's interested in the Sonics today, and we were walking through some of the, uh, the uh, uh, different uh, instruments and, and looking at some of the options there. And um, there was a really cool uh, new um, autopilot from TrueTrack that I think it's called the TrueTrack Genesis. It's yeah. about a two-inch hole or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's... It, 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 I- I think there's two. I think there's a two and a whatever that size is, two and a half or whatever. And, yeah. th- and then there's also a three. Is there? Okay. I believe okay. if we're talking about the same one, I saw the brochure. They had both. Okay, very good. It, but that is really cool because it'll drive an autopilot and it gives you a separate uh, uh, attitude reference system and mm-hmm. airspeed and all that kind of stuff, completely separate from you know whatever other glass you might put in. And so as a secondary backup instrument without taking a whole lot of space, it's really cool. It's really affordable. So I'm glad he turned me on to that. And then finally, um, my pick of every air show is the uh, Oregon Aero Shock Blockers. Oh um, my gosh. After oh, yes. wa- the last day of an air show oh, when you're gosh. walking around and you can still walk around, yeah. you know, thank you to Oregon Aero. And the shock blockers, they're, they're awesome. Yeah, they're, for people who haven't seen them, they're just uh, shoe insoles that you put in, in your shoes, but they do a super, super terrific job of absorbing the shock on your heels. Uh, you know, and I think the smartest thing he did is gave them to us. And I've been yeah. walking around on them all day, and I, I actually, my feet do feel really great. And when I yeah. put them on in the morning, I'm just actually totally excited to be to be wearing them. And you're taller, too. And I'm taller by a quarter or millimeter. That's the, why you look so slim. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The orange isn't doing it no, for me? No, uh, definitely hey, not. By definitely the, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think it looks good in the orange. I think it works. Yeah, what do you think, guys? Come I know. No, I had I, these made for the show. I'm getting a I lot of comments. I heard you pull the traffic uh, Shirts, yeah. Yes, yes. It gets a lot of comments on the way around the show. Nobody has hit me yet because I'm a walking billboard traffic. that's orange. Now, do you no, consider traffic this? Cone. Traffic cone. So I see it has multiple logos. Do you consider this a Sun and Fun radio shirt or a Stuck Mike yes. shirt? Yes. No. Stuck yes. Mike yeah. and Aviation okay. Careers Podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. It yeah. actually was. It, it's sponsored by Stuck Mike Avcast and Aviation Careers Podcast, these shirts uh, yeah. for, the, for the radio station. Because it's very common. What I'm getting at here is it's very common for groups and, you know, whatever to, to have their own gang colors here at these shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and and it, but I, it's hard. I, <laughs> it's harder. It's harder to pick your co- a color that is not like got some sort of conflict with some other yes. gang. Yeah, you like know? Uh, air traffic control. Yeah, right. Yes. So I'm wondering whether you've picked 
orange and you think I, I, I but I think it could work I can't think of a lot of orange no there isn't much orange except for the Raiders maybe the trash at one point the trash people yeah. is that oh they might yeah, be orange yeah, I'm not orange. sure I'm not sure about that but yeah no I like it it looks good and I think it could it could be your color it, it is work. you know someone has said that too I look I look good in it I guess I'm not sure how well it's going to go with Victoria's red hair though no no oh gosh we're going to have to do something I think we're going to do pink we might do pink for that one yeah but, uh, then that'll match my skin in the sun yes yes it will <laughs> what do you think Victoria should we keep the orange you know what? I like orange because it stands out, and I think we're pretty standout people. Yes, yes, I agree. There you go. Hey, you know, uh, Victoria, somebody who's joined me on the deck here is he's an unsung hero. I've always wanted to hear him on a podcast. He writes into a lot of podcasts, Uncontrolled Airspace. He also writes into the Airplane Geeks. He's, he's somewhat edgy sometimes in his comments. You have to listen to him closely. You have to read his comments closely because he always has something really interesting to say. I promise that I wouldn't keep him up here that long. Uh, he's, uh, he's a little bit shy of the mic, but uh, no, he's okay. He says, it's Dave Abbey, Dave Abbey who's been an aviation enthusiast and somebody who's followed podcasts and blogs for a long time. Welcome to the deck. Well, thank you, Carl. It's a pleasure to be here. And I first want to say the orange does look great on you, <laughs> and you, you do stand out in a good way. And okay, Because good. when I'm, I'm trying to track you down around the station or in the area to get you on air... You're easy to find. No problem. No problem at all. That's so what I'm saying. So he's very, very distinctive. Very Look for the orange guy. Yep. And you have a great following. Hey, go ahead. And you spot at the table. you got the complete outfit going on. I the do. orange microphone with the orange cord oh and the orange shirt. You, you should know. have seen me with the, the pink yeah. microphone and, the, and this. And then I was wearing hats today, and there was a, a bright, what did I have, a bright yellow hat on today? Yeah. Was, or the other day, it, was, it just really was, it wasn't actually working. It was hat. A I saw a picture of the hat that one. That one didn't work. Uh, you had a wardrobe pink. malfunction. I did have a wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction on that one. Yeah, well, Dave, sure. you know, you've been watching and, and listening for, gosh, how many years now, these aviation podcasts? I'd say it's probably been about five or six years that I really got into the listening to aviation podcasts. It's my second year volunteering at uh, Sun and Fun Radio, and it is an amazing experience. Yeah. It's I really love to meet the podcasters that I listen to all year round at work. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I love it. Yeah. And I love coming down here and it's if I may talk about podcasts for a moment Go I listen ahead. to about yeah, yeah. maybe five or six different aviation podcasts wow. I'm not going to have to plug them all they're, they're all great. I can't wait till they hit the, the feed and um, it's wonderful and it's, it's free education it is free education the podcast I mean I just I'm working, but also while listening, listening to the podcast, I learned so much about aviation. I have zero hours flying, but I feel like I understand all the phraseology, all the terminology. I'm not saying I can jump in a plane and fly it, but I can understand the language, and I just love to learn about it. And coming to Sun and Fun for the week in volunteering has been wonderful. So thank you, Carl. Well, uh, no, you're thank, you. thank you for being here. And, and this is your first time on a podcast, isn't it, on the Aviation Podcast? And I know you've written into a lot, right? Yeah, I've written in a few times. I do mostly listening. And yeah. like I said, I tweet out um, some questions or comments. And uh, it, 
It's wonderful. I, I know the people at the Airplane Geeks always talk about you, about the the the, uh, the person from Long Island who, uh, you know, if they do anything uh, or make a mistake, and I know if I've ever made a mistake, it definitely is pointed out by Dave Abbey. He catches everything. Uh, he, he's one. He's very sharp and uh, and very quiet too at times. But uh, you know, you're doing really well here today. I think I can keep you on the podcast. We should have you another co-host here. You're doing awesome. But uh, you know, how are you enjoying the show? By the way, did you get to go look? I'm loving the show. I had to uh, strike a balance between volunteering at the show, which right. I love doing, and uh, well, Carl and Derek were, they were basically interviewing machines on the deck <laughs> every day. They were here so often, so consistently. It was, it was great, and I was kind of behind the scenes, you know, helping get the guests situated. And it was Which so is tough, right? Uh, yeah. A little bit, but uh, it was great meeting them and then you know, handing them over to you, to, to the experts. And, and, and I have to say, that's a huge, huge help as somebody who has been doing my own show on the back deck all week long and not having that person, oh, it's yeah. really, really essential and helpful. And I can't thank you enough for the work that you've been oh. doing at Sun and Fun this week. Oh. Yeah, it, it was it's it was great. tough. I mean, when we didn't have anybody in the beginning, it was really tough. And then mm-hmm. when Dave showed up, it's like, oh, thank God, he's <laughs> here. That's terrific. Hey, it, you've got you've got a chance to look around the grounds here, and uh, we had a pick of the week. I don't know if you've been able to think about a pick of the show here uh, that we're going to mention. What is your pick of the show? Here? Well, I have two picks of the week, and they're not going to have websites to associate with them. Well, so right. I don't know if they picks of the week. The first one was as long as you Google it. Oh, maybe. So this morning, um, this morning, Robert Sigliano, who's you've been talking already, right? Yes, you I have. Robert Sigliano, my good friend back from New York, and but who I met at Sun and Fun, by the way. He says, do not miss the balloon launch. So I'd never seen oh. a, blue, a hot air balloon launch before. Mm. So he said, we're getting up early and going. So this morning, about 7, 7.30, we went to the balloon launch. And uh, I think there were about 15, 17 balloons. Ballpark. It was so interesting because, wow. again, I rarely have ever seen one or two balloons. So that was great. And it was so interesting how even though the wind, three, four knots, maybe a little more is what they, right. they forecasted at or, or say that's the observation, that's enough for these balloons to take off and be off in the distance in about three, four minutes. They're, they're gone. So uh, I liked the balloon launch. It was great. Great. Cool. And, Anything uh, else? I had one more pick of the week, but it's a very general pick of, week, pick of the week. It's... It's the people at Sun and Fun. Oh, yeah. The people at Sun and Fun are fantastic. You can learn so much from them. Just just talking to them about aviation. You know, I'm just on the flight line. You happen to strike up a conversation with the person next to you. It turns out they know someone else in aviation who you know, or or from social media, and it it's wonderful. So, I have to say uh, one thing. Back. Walking around the grounds with Dave Abbey is a lot of fun. He stops and talks to everyone. He's very interested in aviation. He knows a lot about aviation, and he's not shy about going up to somebody and just learning and asking questions. I think, Carl, we need to stick a mic microphone oh in his hand and have <laughs> him do interviews. Today, yeah. I really do. I really think we do. I, I think mean, he'll give you a run for your money. Yeah, I think he would. Think he's so. all over the place, and, and he's, he's, he's felt he's ready to go. He, got he, he was like my son when he was five years old. I turn around, Dave's gone, and he's out talking to someone else. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, well, be. thanks. But thank you very much. But Carl and Derek and Jack, especially you three, and Larry and Robert also. But uh, what's second fiddle? But, but basically, I'm saying because Derek, Jack, and and 
Derek Jack and Carl are on air so much. They their their gift of smooth interviews is so impressive. They can just just run with it. Not know, always just, smooth, but yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty good too. <laughs> great, <laughs> great that smooth too. gift of gab. And oh it's, man, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a pleasure to listen. To. It's like <laughs> they have such confidence in their speaking. It's very kind of you, but I have one word for you: editing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Editors, the unsung heroes. Amen. Thanks, Dave. Uh, you know, Robert, did we ask you yet uh, no, about you your pick not. of the show? What is your pick of the show? My pick of the show is a new, uh, well, it's not so new, it's from Australia. It's uh, electronic EFB, and I quite honestly, gonna, I think it's going to give Flight a run for its money eventually. Uh, it's called, and I have the card here, it's called Avplan EFB. Oh, yeah. I'm telling nice. you, I, I spent about an hour and a half in the booth. They approach it from the flight plan first, and then the moving map second, and it really integrates well. And a couple of things that they have that I've never seen before, or I think is actually you have to pay for elsewhere, is that um, they have this, uh, this glide distance ring. You set it up, and it's not a... Uh, a circle, it, it's sort of a jagged edge circle. It constantly calculates your gliding, your gliding uh, rate. That's um, kind of cool. Where yeah. you're going to land nice. at any time. And it's fantastic. You can keep it on and you can keep it running. And, it, and when you go over airports, it highlights the airport so you know where you're going. It has, um, it, it, it has um, um, lots of good stuff. Yeah. Automatic altitude optimization, geo reference plates that you have to pay mm -hmm. extra for. Yeah. So I think it's really good. Uh, I, that's my pick of the week. Uh, Av Plan EFB. Great. Um, so, and 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 the price thirty nine dollars for fifteen months show special. That is really good. Wow. Mm -hmm. Plan EFB, the terrific folks there yeah. too. They they're always being innovative. And, and the person I I talked to Evan is a huge podcasting fan. Jack, he was, he, he can't wait to meet you. He was thrilled to meet Dave Pascoe. <laughs> Carl, wah. Yeah. No, but, uh, <laughs> he, he's a, he, he even listened to my podcast, which mm -hmm. the one person, I guess. So besides Dave Abbey, that's two. So, yeah, so good guy. Uh, take a look at it. You can download it a free 30-day trial. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, I really appreciate this. Hold uh, on. Here to, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's your pick of the week? I'm getting to yeah, it. I'm okay. getting to it. Uh, <laughs> All right. mine, mine actually is kind of interesting, and uh, I did fall on my face once on an interview here, and so it's going to become my pick of the week, or pick of the show, I should say. Uh, there is this really cool show that's out, and it's called Airplane Repo. I don't know if anybody's here oh, has seen yes. this. <laughs> and has everybody seen the show Airplane Carl, Repo? Carl, have you seen the show? And so has Carl seen the show? And and I'm sitting there, and I had to admit that, no, I have never seen the show Airplane Repo. And as we had three of the folks come up here, especially Danny. Danny whispers into my ear. He says, hey. You're going to start listening and watching the show, right? And I said, of course I am. You remember, Danny has arms yes. as big as a, 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 a cow's legs. I mean, they're, they're huge, huge arms. And, and when Danny says, hey, Carl, you're going to listen to the show, right? Whispers into my ear. I say, yes, yes, I will. I will listen to the show. <laughs> because he will but, come back and check. Yes, yeah. he will come back and check. Well, <laughs> another thing, the reason that I'm, I'm promoting that is they are actually uh, something that someone said, I won't say which one of them, uh, said, you know what, uh, this actually, out of this show, okay, this was his favorite 
part of being in the show. Today made his day. I wow. said, really? I said, yes, because out of all this, this stuff I've done and, and all this fame that's been brought to me, the thing I wanted to do is to be able to help kids and to help people move forward in their aviation career. And I've actually, today, I convinced my producer to allow me to bring some students onto the show. And that's what he's done. He actually was able to get some folks from Polk State College and from the Central Florida Aviation Academy and from uh, another group that's Eagles here. Next. E Thank Eagles you. Nest. Eagles Nest. Yeah. To actually come on the show. And you're going to see that in the future. And he put his foot down. And uh, I'm, I'm really proud of the folks. So if you do have Discovery Channel or if you can buy it on the internet and uh, or on Amazon, please do. Please support them because they are out there supporting those people that are moving forward in their careers and supporting aviation and our future aviators. So hats off to them. Definitely. And that's my, that's great. my pick, pick of the show. What a nice well, group of guys. Yes, yes. Well, guys, you know what's going to happen next? We're going to have to wrap up. We've been out oh, here for almost uh, two wow. hours, I think. And the reason being is one thing that's unique to Sun and Fun now is this really cool night air show that they're gonna that we're gonna move over to. They have some really neat aircraft. Uh, there's uh, actually Jive is gonna be doing an air show tonight and in uh, flying his RV. It's uh, RV12. I can't remember which one it is, but he uh, actually is going to be in a blue and white RV, and it's uh, it's, it's wild blue. wild blue, and he is gonna be the pilot of. Wild Wild Blue Jive, and a uh, really unique, unique uh, event tonight. So make sure you get out there. As a matter of fact, we have two hats to give away from Wild Blue. And uh, if you can come up to the deck of, of Sun and Fun Radio and you can figure out the answer to this question, uh, what does Wild Blue want to be? When Wild Blue ooh, ooh, ooh. I know, I know. grows up. I know, and, uh, I know. No, you can't answer. Uh, you got to wait. Uh, what does Wild Blue want to be when Wild Blue grows up? And also, uh, in, in addition to that, he has, Wild Blue is going to have a day job and also a night job. So what does Wild Blue want to do during Wild Blue's night job? But also, he's going to have a day job. And what does Wild Blue want to do during the day job? So let's figure that out. All right, he's I got gonna have two jobs. I got to Google this. In, and, <laughs> yes, he's got to Google. It's it's actually the the second one might be easy after you after, in about an hour you're gonna know, probably for the night during the night show what Wobbly wants to do. Uh, so uh, definitely do that. Well, Victoria, thanks for for joining us here from Frederick, Maryland. I really appreciate that. I know. Hey, that can I tell you a quick story about yeah. the night air show? Yeah, we got about five minutes. Okay, I'll make it very quick. So once upon a time, Bob and I met just so we could go to Sun and Fun. We started getting along. We were dating by the time we got to Sun and Fun. Night show happens. We're sitting on the wings, watching everything happen. It's a beautiful show. It was romantic. Bob made a joke, and so I lightly tapped him. Well, apparently, I didn't know my own strength, and he fell off the wing. Whoa. <laughs> and so it was this beautiful romantic night until I shoved him off the wing and just, you know, kind of hurt his man pride. So we still joke about it to this day. <laughs> That's a great story. It's a great play way to end uh, the Stuck Mike Avcast. Uh, you know, we love bringing the show to you. We also love doing these live uh, shows here, and we had a, a, a quite a cadre of, of podcasters out here and also people involved in aviation. Uh, first uh, from myself, Victoria Zyko, Eric Crump, 
the normal crowd here at uh, Stuck Mike Avcast, and also Rick Felty's listening in, and uh, Sean Moody's listening in, but could not make it today. From our producer here in the in the booth here, Dave Pasco, Dave Abbey, Robert Sigliano, Jack Hodgson. We also have Derek Lagasse. We also have Larry Overstreet, uh, who also joined us on today on the deck today was David Allen. Of course, my lovely wife, for the first time ever, has has, has joined us on on the deck here. And, and one, don't forget Tom, uh, Frick. Tom Frick, who also was on mm-hmm. the deck here previously, who's done uh, a lot of editing hey, he's back. And, and helped hey, us Tom. out. <laughs> From all of us here at Sun and Fun, and all of us that have joined in for the Stuck Mike Avcast, you know we wish you happy flying. Remember, do something today, do something now, do something right now that's going to put you forward in either your aviation career or in your flying adventures. But get out there, buy a book, go to an air show, listen to a podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So make sure you write at to us at uh, the stuckmikeavcast.com slash contact. And folks, that's going to be a wrap. Fly safe. We'll talk to you next episode. Compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products, or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production.